Welcome to Damn Good Movie Memories with your host, Ryan Davis. This podcast is the cure for your long commute and super boring work day. Hey there, it's Brian Davis, and for this week's episode, we're going to cover our favorite movies that take place in high school. Next week, we will cover our favorite movies that take place in college. As we discovered, there are way more high-quality high school movies than there are compared to college, and we're not really sure why, because college is, is ripe for having you know movies take place there, but for some reason, maybe high school resonates better with people. Uh, I guess everyone technically has to go to high school by law, and you don't necessarily have to go to college, so maybe that's you know, the reason. Anyway, we're going to cover our favorite high school movies now, and I had almost 40 choices, so I whittled it down to 10, and then later, at the end of the episode, I'll give you my honorable mentions. So let's start with my top 10 right now. All right, number 10 is the original Karate Kid from 1984. Now, we just did an episode covering the Karate Kid soundtrack with Stu, and it was an excellent episode. Go back and listen to that episode if you want to hear more about uh, the underrated soundtrack, and well, some of it's underrated, some of it's crap, but that, that that was the fun part of that discussion. In any case, I was way into Rocky as a kid, and so for me, the next logical step was The Karate Kid. It was more my age, and the movie definitely follows the Rocky blueprint with the underdog story, but there's so many great bits and pieces about the Karate Kid movie, at least the original, that makes it unique. Pat Morita was the perfect Mr. Miyagi, and I always had a thing for Elizabeth Shue as Allie, of course, with an eye, and of course, I followed her to her, her other movies like Adventures in Babysitting and Cocktail, but the other great part about this movie were the villains, you know, from Martin Col- Cove as the, you know, the evil sensei to the Cobra Kai guys, especially Johnny, played by William Zabka, and he was the perennial bad guy in tons of 80s movies. And my dad always laughed that Ralph Macchio was cast as a teenager since he, you know, seemed way older. And as it turns out, he was 22 at the time of the movie, but he still had that baby face. I love the soundtrack to the movie. Going, at least as a kid, and I had it on cassette. You can go back and listen to that episode to hear what we, we really feel. But, you know, honestly, You're the Best Around is one of the best 80s songs, and it fit perfectly for this movie. And as we had mentioned before, it was originally written for Rocky III. However, they already had Eye of the Tiger, so to have two kind of, I don't know, inspirational montage type songs, it it wouldn't have worked. And and frankly, this You're the Best works better in the Karate Kid setting. It's more of a, you know, a a kid-friendly song as opposed to, you know, the slightly more serious Eye of the Tiger. But I also love just random quotes from this movie, you know, like, hey, Johnny, take a ride, check it out. And you have to do that kind of the Los Angeles Valley voice and, uh, you know, get him a body bag and, you know, stuff like that. And the guys, you know, sweep the leg. You got a problem with that? Uh, You know, wax on, wax off. And, you know, my dad did that a lot when I was growing up because, of course, I was washing the car all the time. So, and again, I never learned any karate out of it. But anyway, number 10 has got to be the Karate Kid. Number nine is Lucas from 1986. And I first remember seeing Lucas as a kid at uh, summer day camp. And I'm pretty sure it was the first time I saw Corey Haim or Charlie Sheen and Winona Ryder in a movie. And However, I'd seen Carrie Green before, as she was previously in The Goonies. Uh, Lucas is a fun kind of 80s dramedy. 
uh, about an awkward teenager named Lucas, and he's played by Corey Haim. And Lucas is a really smart and kind kid, but he's also very nerdy, and he's often picked on by the older teens. And uh, he meets Maggie, and that's Carrie Green, in the summer. She's an older girl who recently moved into his town, and they kind of quickly become friends. However, once school begins, Maggie starts to become popular, and her friendship with Lucas you know, becomes strained. And though Lucas is often picked on, uh, Cappy, who is played by Charlie Sheen, is a popular football player who often defends Lucas. Um, but as Cappy starts to fall for Maggie, this upsets Lucas, and you can kind of see the the love triangle there. But Lucas is also one of the first movies I remember that had the cliche-ridden slow clap applause scene. So you got to love that. But you know what? It works in the context of the film, and it's the 80s. And and so if you miss Lucas the first time around or were too young to remember it, I think this is a really good coming-of-age movie and, an, and a nice high school movie. Number eight is Can't Buy Me Love from 1987. And, and this movie is memorable for me personally as it was the first movie I saw without my parents at a movie theater. My friends and I were allowed in the summer of 1987 to go see this and even though my nine-year-old self didn't really understand everything in this teen high school comedy I was still entertained enough to like the movie Can't Buy Me Love not the famous Beatles song stars Patrick Dempsey and Amanda Peterson and it's about a nerdy shy kid that's played by Dempsey who is completely infatuated and in love with the most popular girl at the school and that's Amanda Peterson and so he gets this bright idea to use his money that he saved all summer from mowing lawns which is a thousand dollars and he bails out Amanda Peterson after she ruins her mom's dress at a party. Somebody spilled wine on it. So in exchange for the money, she must act like she's dating uh, Patrick Dempsey and essentially, you know, make him popular with the in crowd because it's really that simple. All you have to do is date the popular kid and you're in. At least it is in that that way in movies. And, and you know, it's your typical 80s fluff, but still a lot of fun. I love movies like this. And unfortunately, on a sad note, Amanda Peterson died in 2015 of a drug overdose. But this movie, if you, if you haven't seen it, yeah, it's not going to win any Academy Awards, but neither are most of these high school movies. So enjoy it for what it is. All right, number seven is another movie from 1987, and that is Summer School. And so long before he was known as Jethro Gibbs from NCIS, I knew Mark Harmon as Mr. Shoop from Summer School because he was the coolest teacher ever. I absolutely loved this movie as a kid because of all the crazy characters in the class. You had Dave and Francis, who was, uh, Francis was better known as Chainsaw because they were way into horror movies, especially Texas Chainsaw Massacre. There's a great scene where they want to freak out the new substitute teacher and they basically come up with like a horror type movie inside of the class and it's pretty hilarious. You even get to see a young Courtney Thorne Smith who had a major crush on Mr. Shoop in this. And then to round out the characters, you had a male stripper, a pregnant teen, a prototypical jock, and of course a geek. It was a typical fun 80s movie, and even Christy Alley is is in the film as Mark Harmon's love interest. So if you've missed this one, you got to check it out. Summer School from 1987. All right, number six is just one of the guys from 1985, and I just realized all of my picks are from the 80s, so now you know where my head's at. But that's okay, because when I was growing up, most of my movies I was watching were in the 80s. So there you go. Sue me. Anyway, Just One of the Guys is one of the really fun 80s comedies starring Joyce Heiser. And, and this is definitely the movie that Heiser is, is best known for. Is she never really hit it big after starring in this movie. You also get, as I mentioned before, perennial 80s villain William Zabka, who was Johnny in The Karate Kid. He also plays the jock that everyone hates. If you don't know the plot, Terry, or Terry, <laughs> note the ambiguous name, 
is an upstart teen journalist but feels due to her good looks, she isn't being taken seriously by newspaper editors. So she decides to disguise herself as a male to see if her articles will then be accepted. Of course, she never takes into account the crazy scenarios and repercussions of acting like a teen male. Everything from getting into fights to fighting off female advances. It's the 80s, man. Anything goes. Number five is the original Footloose from 1984. And, you know, I we actually did the soundtrack for this one, so go back to listen to that if you want to... Because really, the movie... I enjoy the movie, don't get me wrong, but it's a soundtrack that really made this movie a hit. So, uh, Lindley and my other brother Brian did an episode just on the soundtrack, so go back and listen to that. It's a really good episode. Um, you know, I, I didn't see Footloose in the theater, so my first exposure to the film was actually the soundtrack um, that my mom purchased on cassette, and I remember many a drive in the family Dodge Caravan listening to this soundtrack over and over. And, uh, yeah, by the way, side note, our Dodge Caravan from 1985 was a stick shift. Yes, that's how I learned to drive a stick shift. How awesome. Anyway, my favorite song was Never by Moving Pictures. That's when Kevin Bacon is doing gymnastics in an uh, empty warehouse. A very interesting scene. Anyway, eventually I saw this movie on video, and even at a young age, was kind of incredulous about the plot of the film. You know, I was like, what? They can't dance in, the, in this town? This is ridiculous. And eventually I would just suspend belief and enjoy the movie for what it was. And, and to amuse myself and my parents and whoever happened to be around when the movie was on, I would do the Kevin Bacon dance that occurred at the final dance scene during the song Footloose. I'm not even sure I can really explain it. It's basically like line dancing, but done as goofy as possible when the lyrics, everybody cut, everybody cut, everybody cut, Footloose begins. And you can just imagine... But, you know, my dancing was as ridiculous as the movie, and uh, yeah, do not see the remake. The remake is pathetic. Don't try to remake 80s movies. It's, it hasn't been long enough. Anyway, and don't get me started on the Karate Kid remake. In any case, Footloose, number five, favorite high school movie. All right, number four is Heathers from 1989, and, and much like the movie version of M.A.S.H., Heathers is the epitome of a dark comedy, and I always found Heathers to be sort of an anomaly for a movie that came out in the 80s, because it really seemed like it would have been better suited for the 90s. In any case, this is just me kind of overthinking. The movie is awesome, and it's a teen classic, but I really think kind of like the the mopey, grungy, you know, early 90s, would I think this movie would have really taken off. I mean, it's kind of had its cult following now, but it really wasn't a major box office success, as it should have been. The cast is fabulous, with Winona Ryder, Christian Slater, and Shannon Doherty. It's really interesting to look back now, but everyone thought that Christian Slater was going to be the next Jack Nicholson. He kind of looked like Jack and definitely sounded like him. And while his career did pretty well in the late 80s and early 90s, I, I think most were disappointed that he didn't come bigger, but I digress. Back to the movie, Heathers didn't do great at the box office, like I said, at the time of, the, of its release, but again, it's, it's just a cult classic, and you know, I don't think teen movie fans at that point in the 80s, because you can tell by my, my past picks, they're all kind of lighthearted. This is not lighthearted at all. It's, it's a revenge-type story with comedy about getting back at the popular kids, you know, the Heathers. So if you miss Heathers the first time around and have a soft spot for uh, dark comedies, this film is definitely from you, for you. You will not be disappointed. The, the acting is terrific. Number three is Pretty in Pink from 1986. And if I recall correctly, I think this was the first Brat Pack movie that I saw. I'm pretty sure my mom rented this at first and then let me watch it. And the, and the funny part is even at a young age, I didn't really want Molly Ringwald to end up with Ducky, played by John Cryer. Ducky was likable, but even when I was a kid, I thought he was a bit much. And, and so even though Blaine was kind of vanilla, 
the ending didn't bother me. And especially considering Ducky ended up with Christy Swanson at the end. Are you kidding? I'm taking Christy Swanson over Molly Ringwald any day. And I'm sorry if you love Molly Ringwald, but yeah. Folks that didn't like the ending to Pretty in Pink probably appreciated the ending to Some Kind of Wonderful much better. And actually, Ducky should have ended up with Annie Potts. Because if you saw the record scene, that, that's a terrific scene with Otis Redding. Some kind of, ten, you know, um, try, a little tenders, try a little tenderness. It's easy for me to say. Anyway, Some Kind of Wonderful actually should have been on my list. But that's going to be honorable mention. And also, I can't leave out the, you know, much like William Zabka... James Spader was a terrific villain in the 80s, and he just plays this incredible douchebag. You know, he's just this... Uh, he, nobody could have played it better than Spader. And uh, really, with a name like Steph, you know, in the film, it's, it's, you know, it's a requirement to be an asshole, and nobody could have played this role better than Spader. All right, number two is The Breakfast Club from 1985. And, and for many, this is probably the number one high school movie. And it's one of the most iconic movies to come out of the 80s. And, and unlike some of the... And actually, all the other movies I picked were pretty much based in the high school setting. This movie absolutely was nonstop in the high school setting because it takes place in one day in detention during Saturday school. And, you know, I think the reason it still resonates with people today is there are certain things about being a teenager that is just simply timeless. And The, and the Breakfast Club features all of these timeless qualities. You know, as Anthony Michaels Hall's character Brian so perfectly puts it in the in the paper that you know he delivered to the assistant principal. You know, every school has a brain, an athlete, a basket case, a princess, and a criminal, and all of those characters fit that role. And The Breakfast Club is yet another amazing John Hughes film. And and if you've listened to my past episodes, you'll notice that I own a majority of his films because they're pretty much brilliant. The '80s just wouldn't have been the same without John Hughes. All the stars in the, you know in this film are 80s icons. Molly Ring, Ringwald, Judd Nelson, Anthony Michael Hall, Emilio Estevez, and Ali Sheedy. And I would be remiss if I didn't mention Paul Gleason because he's a brilliant as the assistant principal Vernon. And I still just laugh out loud when, I, you know, I, the ruckus scene where um, Judd Nelson falls through the, the roof and, uh, you know, I heard a ruckus. Can you describe the ruckus, sir? You know, just it's, it's a perfect scene. All right. Number one on my list for my favorite movies that take place in high school is from 1982 and it's Fast Times at Ridgemont High. It had to be number one. It's got the it's got high school or at least high in the title. It's got to be there. So the interesting thing that always, you know, stuck with me about Fast Times at Ridgemont High were actually the darker moments of the movie because you really only think of comedy here. And and my friends would always talk about, you know, Spicoli played by Sean Penn and of course Phoebe Cates. But when I finally saw the movie on video years after the initial release because I was only 4 at the time when the movie came out, I was surprised by the drama. You know, I was expecting non-stop comedy. And there is. There's a lot of comedy in it. But for example, there's an abortion scene with Jennifer Jason Lee, which was something I was definitely not expecting or even mature enough to even handle. So years after the first viewing, I watched the movie again when I was actually in high school and I thought the movie was brilliant and made a lot more sense than when I was viewing it at, you know, like 10 years old. And anytime I hear the Cars song moving in stereo, I can't help but think of the famous Phoebe Cates pool scene because I once read a hilarious article that was, you know, it was common knowledge between video store owners in the 80s that most of the VH rental tapes of Fast Times at Ridgemont High had fuzzy scenes right at the exact moment of the Phoebe Cates pool scene due to the renters, mostly teenage boys, rewinding the scene over and over again and wearing out that one scene because, of course, she takes off her top. These kids would have killed to have the internet back in those days. Anyway, that is my top 10 list. I will come back 
at the end of the episode after we interview our you know cast of regulars uh, with my extras. And I have a lot of extras because how do you limit it to just 10? Well, I did, but it was difficult. So I'll be back later. Okay, we're back with my other brother, Brian. How's it going? All right, how are you? Good. We're going back to high school. Yeah, so. let's all go. <laughs> <laughs> so for this week, we're going to do uh, our favorite movies that uh, take place in high school. And... Uh, yeah, as we discovered, because we're also going to do a college episode, there's a lot more, for us at least, um, high school movies than there are college movies. Yeah, I think just there were a lot, There are a lot more high school movies mm-hmm. made all yeah. the time. And that includes, like, you know, 21 Jump Street, which is really, it's kind it's of a high, high school movie. Yeah, totally. Also, you know, just, like, the joke is that there's adults going nice. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Well, a lot of these <laughs> That's movies, not on my list, but I do like that movie. But this is a good point, and I, I don't even know if you were going to bring this up. A lot of the actors that are playing high school students are well out of... I mean, they're in their... Some of them are in their 20s. Yeah, I mean, so. yeah, we could go through the list and talk about that. But yeah, sure. a lot of them are just old. <laughs> totally. And you could have picked, if we wanted to do college, 22 Jump Street, because they do go to there college in that one. Yeah, I guess it was the classic... That's the Drew Barrymore one, Never Been Kissed or something. Yeah, that was... It, which kind of follows that. Yeah, yeah and she's intentionally old but it's like yeah that one's kind of comically i mean that's just ridiculous it's like there's no way she looks like a high school no student no matter how they did her up and everything yeah, yeah. but that, that's actually a cute movie I, yeah I, I, like, I do like it it's just one of those things you had to get over the fact that it's like <laughs> and everyone any, in the world would know that she's not <laughs> oh totally but i love uh, now anyone named josie i always think josie grossy so that's, <laughs> right. i can't help it <laughs> yeah so let's just jump right into it let's right, get into right. your list so this is not in, in any particular order okay um i just and there are a lot to choose from. I mean, I oh, went yeah. through a bunch of lists, and like I, I could have gone through and said, "Oh yeah, this." You know, I, I saw a top twenty-five list, and mm-hmm. I probably like twenty of those movies on oh, there. Oh, nice! So. <laughs> That's a good so, list. <laughs> um, oh yeah, actually, I can tell you. I the, wonder... list, the list is filmsite.org. Okay, they have lots of good lists of movies on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's through AMC. Uh, I guess they own it now. Yeah. Okay. That's it used good. to be some independent guy because I think if you go on this, you can find some. He used to write. Like really long essays about certain films that he likes. Oh, okay. Like really long, like de- detailed kind of critical stuff. I like that about, stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's really good if you really want to geek out on, on the movies that he likes to geek out on. Yeah. And it's good. But I don't think he does that anymore, and he probably sold the content mm. it's like to AMC. So anyway. And it, uh, they have a, if it was past movies, he really doesn't need to, I mean, once right, you do it, yeah, it's in there. Yeah, the movie's yeah. not going to change. That's really, right. Other than maybe a historical viewing context would sure. change. But yeah, um, this is so this is their list of 50 best high school movies and part two as their top 25. So that, okay. I'm just this is I'm just saying it as a reference because it's like if you haven't seen a lot of high school movies, this is like probably the, the place to start. Exactly. First try you this go, podcast, yeah, then go to them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Of course the podcast. Because <laughs> it's more fun to hear what, what real people that you that's know right. sort of know. <laughs> that's right. We're like part of the family now. Yeah. So anyway, um, my list has Ferris Bueller's Day Off as one. Yeah. That's probably, maybe it's my favorite. It's it's almost, it's maybe it's like two tied for first or yeah anyway it's i mean it's just classically funny 80s teen movie yeah um and there's another one where how old do you think matthew broderick was at the time yeah i don't i was pretty young when i saw it so he looked he seemed like a high school he had a boyish face yeah Yeah. he had boyish face but i figured he was in his 20s yeah early 20s if anything jennifer gray probably looked older than he did (laughs) yeah i always thought she was and then she's yeah she's younger than matthew broderick which that's interesting i think she is did they date I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I yeah. could have sworn. Yeah, because this is, I believe, pre Dirty Dancing. A year yeah, prior. Yeah, I think. So. Yeah, she wasn't known yet yeah. until she. Yeah, she got famous from Dirty Dancing. 
more. And know. honestly, she in a, in many ways, though Ferris is the main character, she kind of steals the show. Oh, the yeah. ending with her, yeah. Oh. Or even, I mean, yeah, parts throughout, but yeah, especially yeah. towards the end where they end up at the police station. Oh yeah, and Charlie Sheen, Sheen. Charlie yeah. Sheen, which is a great scene. Charlie Sheen was just playing a younger version yeah. of his current self. Exactly. <laughs> Drugs. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was actually one of my favorite cameos because yeah, that oh, was man. yeah, yeah. it's good. Um, I guess yeah, he... actually is. So yeah, I mean, this has one of the be- the best comic villains of all time. Oh, Rooney. Rooney. Yep. Mm-hmm. I love Grace, you know, oh. Clarigan's <laughs> <Yes>. secretary. <laughs> um, just like the parking lot attendant. Oh, like, God, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm professional. Yeah. You can trust me. Really, <laughs> do that like, again. Like the least stressful yeah. guy yeah. ever. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, Cameron is Cameron, great. Yeah. He's so awesome. He is so good. I Every time, I don't know if I want to go somewhere, I just like, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. Yeah, that's what I was talking Call me until I come and Mia Sarah, I, oh, yeah. I always wonder what happened to her because she never seemed to star in anything after this movie. Maybe one, one what, Time Cop? Exactly. Yeah, that was, was like, what I was going to say. Right it. now, as soon as I said, like, she's never been in anything else. Yeah, good. she just kind of fell off the face. So and, uh, she, I thought she was good. I thought she was really good. She was great as Ferris's girlfriend. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, oh, and I, read, I did, speaking of Ferris trivia, mm-hmm. there was I saw something about the parade scene. Her, they okay. filmed it and mm-hmm. they, they just stuck their own, like, float in a parade that was going on. So it was like a little bit of guerrilla filmmaking oh, in that one because okay. they weren't they didn't even know like the parade people didn't even know that you know interesting what was going on mm-hmm. and like, i guess the governor was even at that parade the oh. governor of illinois so that's pretty they, awesome they walked, they just marched right by and got oh away. wow i mean parts of it like the the, the part where they're marching I sure guess, where they're probably dancing. not the dancing yeah because yeah, that was a whole montage scene with with twist and shout yeah right? so yeah the dancing part that was originally choreographed, and then they decided not to not to do to it. do any choreographing because mm-hmm. they just thought it would be more fun to have the kids be like ridiculous. Sure, sure. And <laughs> actually, other good trivia: Ferris's mom and dad in that actually ended up dating and getting married after the oh, really? after the movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they ended up divorcing, but no, that's yeah. they got together. So. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, so, but that's a classic. That's yeah, that's maybe my favorite John Hughes movie. Yeah, I think yeah. it's up. Yeah. And I, I, y'all, I almost put um, Breakfast Club on mm-hmm. my list, and it, it's definitely like in probably my top ten. It's one where it's one of the few movies that is in high school the whole the whole time. time. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, there were some that I didn't consider on my list because I didn't feel like they were enough about the like Hoosiers, which I would see on a lot of uh, top high school movie uh-huh. lists, and it's definitely a high school movie. And yeah. It's set at a high school and about uh-huh. a high school team, but to me, it's more about the adults in the movie, especially sure. Gene Hackman's character. Oh, absolutely. So, like I. I kind of like and Dennis dismiss, Hopper. Yeah, Dennis yeah. Hopper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I kind of dismissed that from my my thinking. You know, no, I agree with that. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah. Um, that so okay, sense. next I have Rushmore. Oh yeah, and this might be my favorite. I think that's Lindley's favorite too. <laughs> yeah, this is one of my this is my favorite uh, Wes Anderson movie. Uh huh. Um, and it's it's all, I mean it's a lot like his movies now are like even more stylized than Rushmore was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rushmore was pretty stylized. Oh yeah. for the time it's definitely. Has the hallmarks of Wes Anderson, but um, this kind of like relaunched Bill Murray's career, definitely as like the independent dramedy actor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> independent film dramedy actor that he that he has become. It launched relaunched his career and probably launched Jason Schwartzman's. Jason Schwartzman's yeah. first movie, actually. Yeah. So yeah, definitely his career. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, Owen Wilson co-wrote mm-hmm. it, but he wasn't. In it. Luke Wilson was in it briefly, and then, right. I don't know, it's just a really, it's really, uh, I love the soundtrack to this movie because it's kind of this mix of um, British Invasion and then you have Mark Mothersbaugh, um, kind of like keyboard score, mm-hmm. like harpsichord-ish keyboard. Yeah. Um, 
And Maybe we should do know. that soundtrack. Well, we that yeah, that <laughs> could be one good one. Yeah, Ferris Bueller too. Bro. Yeah, oh, that's true. <laughs> that would be a really good one. We do a bunch of yeah high school movies. Mm-hmm. All right, that would be, that'd be future, good. Filing this for future <laughs> <laughs> reference. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I mean, in some ways, like I, I sort of identify with Max. Just, just Max, the main character. Yeah. Um, just as a, like, not that I'm anything like him, but I just sort of like just like awkward high school kid. Mm. And, kind of wanting to not fit in on purpose mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> um but the rest of it i don't know it's just like it's just different like it's so much different than a lot of high school movies yeah because they they do definitely follow a pattern because yeah like, but a lot of movies kind of follow the same trope yeah you know that but yeah you're right that's that was one unique thing at least about early wes anderson is yeah no movie world you know you knew you were getting a unique movie from yeah him. Yeah. yeah he's not i wouldn't say like that max fisher is like like it, a lot of the kids and i mean it was at a private high school part of it and mm-hmm. some of it's at public high school but the private part is like i don't know how a prep school is i, I think it's sort of based on wes anderson's own uh time at a prep high school like mm-hmm. that so i think he got he drew from that but mm. i think for the most part like i yeah i don't relate to that part it's just more like the the awkwardness the of, awkwardness the, yeah. of mm-hmm. being like a teenager and you know wanting to get beyond the limits of a high school yeah you know yeah. like what you learn in class or what you do because like max basically never goes to class now gets in all kinds of trouble for like being involved in extracurricular activities until he finally like starts breaking ground on an aquarium they that's kick right. him out of school <laughs> that's true so and then he gets into it like he gets into a friendship with an adult which like I, I didn't do that kind of stuff either but like yeah it's just kind of a different like a different look at a high school movie yeah yeah, yeah so, definitely a good pick uh, thanks uh, next, I have Superbad. Yeah, uh, yeah. One of my favorite comedies, period. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it's just one of these movies. I, I think for all these movies, I they're just ones that I can rewatch like any old time. If yeah. it's on TV, I'll just totally get glued in. Yeah, glued to it. And then, yeah, I mean, Superbad's I don't know, super funny. I mean, it's, it's raunchy. It totally is. But um, you know, it's it might be. And I could be wrong. But this might be the last great comedy that's come out yeah, in the last this is ten the years. Last one I remember going to where i just was really laughing and it was mm-hmm. unexpected because i like i saw the previews and like okay i had time to kill and i went to go see him yeah and i was totally surprised at how much i liked it i know I was there and i think i it came out the same year as um knocked up okay yeah or around maybe within a year of that movie and i think knocked up got a lot more attention yeah because it's basically a sequel to 40 year old virgin kind of kind like of, kind of yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but i i think it got a lot more attention mm-hmm. and super bad to me was like way funny. oh i agree with that yeah so more concise yeah i'm just hilarious oh, <laughs> like it is. Loving and the cops oh. are messing with them uh-huh. the whole time and and uh, michael sarah who is kind of played a different version he often plays himself different versions of his right like in juno and yeah juno <laughs> and um Arrested Development, yeah, kind of. Same. Except for this is the end. He, he oh, played, I didn't see that, yeah. but I heard he's totally. Yeah, he's he's totally different. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but Scott Pilgrim's another. Oh, Scott Pilgrim would have been. That's Although another good. Yeah, I don't think he's high school in that one. Is he? I don't remember. I, I think he's post think, high school. I, eh, I'd have to go back. I watched it once, but yeah. yeah. But yeah, super bad. I mean, Jonah Hill's great. Uh, you get, I think, the debut of God. What's her name? I'm forgetting her name. Uh, Emma Stone. Emma Stone. I think it yeah, might be her I, first. Yeah, movie. first big one. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. I think she's. Yeah, she's really good. Um, 
the guy who plays McLovin. <laughs> yeah, and, you, and Seth Rogen plays Seth, the crazy cop. And, yeah, and, and uh, Dill Hader is his partner. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, and then the they, there's a whole bunch of guys that, that show up in a bunch of the Apatow films. Yes. That are, you know, they, they show up in this too. Like the only thing that's missing is James Franco. Really. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is, uh, yeah. Oh, they, I think his brother is in it. Is David? Really? He may be. Briefly, I don't know. Maybe not. One like, of the other like, movies that is similar to this is a movie called Sex Drive. And so it's this guy trying to, it's this kid trying to, he meets someone online and, and then he's going to, they drive all the way across the country to go meet her <laughs> and they get into all these yeah. sorts of things, but it's very super bad esque. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that, that's one to, to maybe check out. It's not as good as super bad, but it's, it's still worth yeah. your time. So. Yeah. It's, I don't know. This is a good one. Yeah. Um, definitely super bad. Dazed and Confused. Absolutely. Then, yeah. Now talk about a good soundtrack. Oh yeah. All the classic really rock good. from the seventies. Yeah. 70s. yeah. Um, and, and McConaughey is exactly the <laughs> all right, same. All right, all right. So my mom had never seen the movie, and I sat down and watched with her a couple weeks ago, and she's like, "That's how he always is." All right, all right, all right. Yeah, he's just this even creepy. Like, yeah, or even the Oscar for like, Dallas Buyers Club. He's yeah, somewhat yeah. like himself in that. And I was just he, like, he never wow. changes. Yeah, even when he's doing the the fancy um, car commercials. Oh yeah, yeah he's like the same kind of dude. Now he's doing. I think I heard his voice on a Carl's Jr. commercial. <laughs> I think you're right. Isn't that him? That is him. talking about El Diablo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like these vo- these famous actors are taking voiceover work. Yeah, from, I mean, I guess it's easy yeah. money, right? It's totally, <laughs> but, totally. Yeah, for for those guys, it's yeah they're taking away real voice actors' jobs. Exactly, and I guess in you know animation, fil- you know animated films are doing the same thing too. Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah. So that's, anyway, um, yeah, I mean, Days and Confused. It has a whole bunch of people. Went on to other things. I mean, ben Affleck is a great asshole, asshole, asshole on that. Such yes, asshole. <laughs> he is. <laughs> Bannon, I think his name. Yeah, oh, Bannon. Yeah, Bannon, it's just yeah. like this whole motivation of that movie is to like just spank oh. people with a with a cricket bat. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like, but he gets his in guy. the end. But you yeah, yeah. But I mean, that was kind of true. Like, were, there were dudes like that in high school. Absolutely, they're just like that complete asshole uh-huh. boy that just wanted to torment. They picked someone and they would torment that person. Yeah. Torment that person. And what's interesting is after he, they kind of get back at him, you don't see him for the rest of the movie. Like yeah. he kind of yeah. has his little just, yeah, 10 minutes little, and that's yeah. it. Um, but yeah, and, there's lots in that movie with like rivalries or um, yeah. you know, there's uh, Adam Goldberg's character ends up fighting that other yes. guy. Yeah. He's ass kicked. <laughs> but it's really, and, and then, um, God, what's his name? I forgot. He was in Adventures in Babysitting. He played Daryl. Um, he was also in Rent. I can't remember his name. A redheaded guy. He's a friend uh, of Adam Goldberg. Yeah. Um, he's in it and he's good. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's a, it, there's a lot of uh, the woman who played Chasing Amy. Uh, yeah. Joey Lauren Adams. Yeah. Parker she, Posey's in Parker it. Po- Parker, Parker Posey uh, plays a great, yeah, non likable really she's, character. Yeah. <laughs> she could have been in Mean Girls. That same totally. character is similar to what. It feels like it was similar to the Rachel McAdams character in Mean Girls. Yeah, good call. But like different generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, Mean Girls is a good one. That's a, yeah, I yeah. Didn't put that on. <laughs> but that's a, that's another honorable mention. I have I can go through a bunch of honorable. Oh mentions sure, later. sure. Um, anyway, the last one mm-hmm. I had is American Graffiti. Yeah, yeah. Which is, I mean, Days and Confused and American Graffiti are kind of similar because they just follow kids around during the summer. During the summer, yeah. I mean, Days and Confused was over a period of weeks, I guess. Yeah. Um, days and or a few days, I and mean, American Graffiti just takes place all in one night. Correct. Before is, he goes off to college, yeah, Dreyfus like the last off, yeah. last day of summer vacation before mm-hmm. Richard Dreyfus is leaving for college, right. and his other friends are you know maybe going or not going. Yeah, this is why I hated is, the sequel because oh, I never end, saw it. On oh, purpose, don't see I just it. Heard it was really bad. It's terrible. One yeah. of the worst sequels ever. Because at the end of American Graffiti, they tell you what happened. So why yeah, have a sequel? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah that's, they shouldn't have done that. Right? But the original, I mean, you want the ultimate 
50s, 60s soundtrack? American yeah, Graffiti. it's a double yeah. album. So oh, it's any, so good. If you like any of that, the 50s or late 50s, early 60s, mm-hmm. rock and roll, rock, yeah, um, kind of do some doo wop, some doo wop on there. Um, yep. If you like that kind of music, then that soundtrack's a great one. It's perfect. It's I had it growing up. Album, yeah. yeah, it's great. Actually, that'd be a good one to do as well. Yeah. <laughs> but it would take a while. Well, it would take a have to do it in two parts. <laughs> well, you know what? The songs were so short back then. They're only like two That's minutes. True. You could probably That's get true. away with it. But yeah. Just talking about them would take a long time, You're yeah. right. You're right. Um, yeah. So I don't know. That's my list. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have, I think I mentioned a couple other ones. I wanted to yeah, what's the honorable throw mention? on a few more just because I feel like. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Absolutely. Bre- Breakfast Club, I mentioned. That, yep. that one, like, maybe just barely missed the cut. Um, Election was another one. I That's a good one. Yeah. I need uh, to rewatch that. Another, yeah. yeah. Just. <laughs> Reese Witherspoon, so, so man. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one. And you could, yeah. It's, I mean, what Matthew Broderick does is terrible, but yeah. it's also, it's like you feel so, ju- like, like he's totally justified in trying to stop her. But, yeah. yeah. But he, he just, shouldn't yeah. have done it. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Uh, Carrie, too. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. The Carrie and Donnie Darko. I was thinking two kind of horror teen movies. Yeah, definitely about high school. Mm -hmm. And and Donnie Darko is more like sci-fi than horror, but it's a little true. And it's the and kind of deep uh, dark. The one you have to rewatch over and over. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) To figure it out. Well, along the same lines as Carrie, if we want to go horror, you could go Scream. Oh, that's true. Because those are good high school. At least the first one. Yeah, the first one is a high school movie. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good one. And that, that's all. That's, that's great. It. Yeah, there's the, my list. All right. Thanks as so, always, yeah, Brian. And check out the soundtracks and all these, all these movies. Definitely, too. we might have to do American Graffiti and um, Rushmore. Okay. I think that would be yeah, a good one to get. Sure. That sounds good. Thanks, Brian. Right. Thanks. Okay, we're back with Samantha. Welcome back. Thank you. So for this week, we're going to do our favorite high school movies, and uh, we discovered there's way more high school films we like um, as opposed to college. Uh, so we're going to start with high school. Um, in the sequence of me publishing this. So even though we recorded them okay. differently, but who cares? Nobody needs to know all this <laughs> stuff. Um, so you do have a few more high school movies, and uh, you gave me kind of a lead-in that you I may not like this choice. So let's see. Let's find out what it is. Well, not necessarily that you'll like it or not, but I picked one that's not tr- real high school. Okay. Um, there, there are just so many to narrow this down too. I feel like I watched I when I grew up there were so many high school movies. Sure. Like I was born in the early nineties. <laughs> so So um, when you were watching I mean you had your mean girls and your yeah, stuff like, yeah, exactly. So when I was a kid, like it was just I think there was a period of like fifteen years or so where there was just constantly they were always making high school and college movies. Yeah. Like geared to my demographic. Sure. They weren't always good, but mm-hmm. they were just constantly, yeah. all the time. So, you know, before I was even in high school, there were classics yeah. to watch. And then there were ones that came out while I was in high school mm-hmm. that are classics now, in a way. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and I think they, when you watch the movies when you're younger, they stick with you a totally. lot more. Because you watch like, them over and over, too. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. since I graduated from high school, have I watched any high school-based movies mm-hmm. that I care about? I don't think so. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, there were a few, um, but the first one <laughs> I'm going to discuss, which just came to mind because I was stuck at home for a few days. I'm getting over some jet lag, uh-huh. getting over a cold, okay. and I was stuck at home, and what was marathoning all weekend but the Harry Potter series? Oh. <laughs> 
And then I had to think. I was like, oh my gosh, this is the high school experience I really wanted. <laughs> you want to be a wizard. You no, know, yeah. I wanted to be a witch. <laughs> Only I could have gone to Hogwarts. So you didn't pick the craft? You could have picked the craft. Did you ever see that one? I did. It's okay. a good one. Yeah. I think I talked about it in my cult classic mm -hmm. episode. You maybe. may have. Yeah. But um, that was... Mo that movie was mostly about like their little like witch coven yeah. experience, but Harry Potter yeah. is, I will argue, mm -hmm. a series about the high school experience. Okay, but just from a fictional. Well, but that's okay. I think that's fair. <laughs> I, I'll let you have this. I'll let you have this. I get this. So okay. So what is, what is your theory behind? Because yeah. they, do they actually start in high school or are they starting in so before So they that? start when they're technically 11. So Got it. So it's more like middle through high school. Okay. But, you know, that exists in the United Fair States. Fair enough. You can Fair. start in 8th. Yeah. I think yeah. some schools even do 6th grade That's true. through 12th. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, they start in when they're 10 and 11, they get their letter. And yeah. then they are done when I think they're around 17, 18. Okay. So it's about the same Maybe a little older. Mm -hmm. I don't know, actually. But it's about, I think, eight years. Crazy fans would like <laughs> know that. I'm not, a, I'm not a crazy Harry Potter fan. I okay. just, I grew up with it. Sure. And then I was in this, like... So you obviously read the books first. Oh, then, yeah. yeah. I yeah. read them as soon as they came out. Yeah. Watched the movies when they, like, midnight premieres. Oh, yeah. All that. Mm -hmm. But, like, the logistics, you know, can't I can't remember those <laughs> things. But it's, like... And most yeah. of it takes place in high school. Like, they're actually yeah. in school. Yeah, yeah, so they go to school. It always, the movies start always, like, a few weeks before yep. the year starts. And then they get there and, like, you know, they get their books. They go to their new classes. Yeah. They meet their teachers and all of that. And it's all of the typical stereotypes of the high school experience. Yeah. But they're doing wizard things, like... Instead of football, they play Quidditch. Yep. They have those tournaments. It's a huge deal. Mm -hmm. They have, you know, all of the relationships and they have exams and everything. Yeah. But it's in um, this other stuff. I'll, I'll let you have it. This is this is what we like. You think outside the box. This is good. <laughs> and like I, yeah, I think they're just. Uh, it's an enjoyable series. Yeah. I. Am of course biased because I watched all of them. Oh sure. In a period of three days and this weekend, <laughs> and um, but I also grew up with them. Yeah. And um, when I was younger, I, it kind of aligned with my age in a bit. Like when the books were being published, yeah. I was around the same age. Mm -hmm. um, and then the movies, it took longer. So. Sure. But it, I was still in, around in that demographic mm -hmm. and kind of grew with them yeah. at the same time and they are um yeah all the characters are good you have your you know the the smart ones yeah. and you have the bullies mm -hmm. and just like regular school that. it's like all of the tropes that are in the typical high school movies mm -hmm. they touch upon in it, the it, harry potter series but it's just fantasy that's it's like fantasy yeah. and they do much cooler things like i would much <laughs> rather be in a potions class than like that class there you go i agree um, with that. but so yeah. you could actually make an argument that maybe chemistry and physics uh it could be your technically your potions class because uh, you're coming up with things yeah so there you go yeah they uh, the dark arts. Yep. I don't think that has a <laughs> yeah, yeah, an equivalent. Yeah. <laughs> Parallel. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, and yeah, and Harry Potter. The, of course, they are battling all of the evil forces yeah. and 
that's not in your typical high school movie. But. Not usually. Not till you get to, to at least your, your job. Yeah. You're batting, <laughs> you're batting, you know, those folks. <laughs> yeah. So, I know. I had to talk about Harry Potter. Fair enough. I'll, um, let you, I'll let you have it. So, no problem. And, yeah. So good. I forgot how good they were. The movies, at least, until I watched them Recently. again. And the last kind of like five, five and six are just really, really good. When mm-hmm. They're kind of later teenagers and the more traditional high yeah. school age. Mm-hmm. They're just, they're very good movies. Yeah. So. And they grew up well. Like they, it, yeah. yeah. They, they aged well. Um, not so much the first one, mm-hmm. but I was, oh, those kids were not very good actors at first, but <laughs> they grew, <laughs> they into, they the grew role. into the roles. Yeah. They learned with, um, you know, as they, that's actually kind of charming in a way more. because, mm-hmm. you know, you get to see them really grow just like kids yeah, grow because yeah. you're going to be socially awkward and weird when you're a yeah. kid anyway. And they turned into great actors mm-hmm. by the you know, the kind of like the third, fourth movie uh-huh. and then by the time they were teenagers. It's like really impressive. They got it down. Okay, so what are your other two? Okay, so my real, <laughs> real <laughs> high school movies. Um, okay, my this was my first pick. Okay. So Harry Potter, that's an aside, yeah. a special case. But my number one favorite, like, legit high school movie is 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh, great movie. Um, yeah. I've talked about it on here before. Uh-huh. I think it was maybe my guilty pleasure. One of the first ones we talked Possibly, about. yeah. Um, and this is based on what Shakespeare novel? Taming of the Shrew, that's a, yeah. mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. Which I don't think I've ever read. Actually read or yeah. Or I did not pay attention in my required Shakespeare <laughs> class in college. <laughs> yeah, that's something uh, I definitely, cliff notes were my friend oh, for Shakespeare. But the, um, yeah, so I can't say how accurate it is according to the play, but the movie, I think I watched it again when I was like 13 or so mm-hmm. for the first time. Um, and... It's also, it's aged well. Yeah, I enjoy it. It's still um, If it's on, I'll watch it. I always used to get confused with uh, Can't Hardly Wait, even though they are okay. different. They're, but I don't know if they came out around the same time, maybe. Um, but I really, yeah, 10 Things ten things I Hate About You is, um, get Heath Ledger. Uh-huh, and, early role. Yeah. Um, and well, um, blanking out. Yes, three names. Julia Stiles. Julia Stiles and the, and the Joseph boy. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Exactly. So three like excellent actors mm-hmm. in one of their early roles, yeah. and the yeah the um, the whole cast is really great. Like their dad, the girl's dad is really funny. Yeah, he's a he's a comedian. Um, oh, he's a famous comedian. So this came out in 1999. Mm-hmm. Larry Miller is the dad. Oh. So he's a comedian. Allison Janney's I, in it. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know his name, but he's such like a recognizable face. Yeah. He's a very, he's a character actor. Mm-hmm. Um, David Krumholtz, who's like the, one of the friends. He, okay. He's kind of got the dark hair. Oh, and then Andrew Keen, Keegan. I don't remember seeing him in anything else. He's the one that I think, he's the popular kid. He's gonna, oh, the okay. one who's the um, underwear model or the yes, yeah, yeah. sock model? Exactly. What does he do again? Yeah. He was like making a really big deal because he got his modeling job. This is actually, well, this is the movie he's most known for, I guess, but he was in other things. Yeah. So. But yeah, this is a fun movie. Like, this it, is. It's yeah. fun. It, um, and the whole setting is cool. Mm-hmm. I like how. Is it Seattle? I believe it was, it? yeah. Or yeah. like Washington. Mm-hmm. I thought the setting was. It was very sunny, so. Sunny. <laughs> yeah. Um, and their high school was 
looked pretty normal. Yeah. Again, it was a, a, like a pretty high school. They yeah. always pick nice looking schools for the movies, but um, yeah, it had the whole like click thing. Uh-huh. And because Joseph Gordon-Levitt, he's new, yes. So you see the school from his perspective, mm-hmm. but um, and the girl he likes, I don't remember seeing her in anything else. It's yeah. not Julia Stiles because Julia Stiles ends up going with yeah because um, he's Keith trying to date the little sister and exactly. then gets to know gets involved in everyone else's life. She can't date the younger sister who wants to date can't uh-huh. date unless the older sister dates uh-huh. who doesn't want to date anyone. But so she her name, hates everybody exactly. So, so Bianca <laughs> is the one that Joseph Gordon-Levitt is trying to date. Her name is Larissa Olinick. Oh yeah, so maybe I don't know. Yes, she was in the Secret World of Alec. Alex Mack. That sounds like okay. oh. a yeah. Disney. Yeah, the TV show. Yeah. Oh. So there you go. Um, That's a good pick. If you're into teen movies or high school movies, this is a good one. Yeah, Check it's out. it's fun. You got the um, yeah Heath Ledger's like bad boy character, yeah. but he's a, it's a little more than that. Yeah. I had a huge crush on him. Oh, I, yeah. So it was like, and I this loved is obviously pre Joker, pre oh. Night's Tale. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's just him at his best. <laughs> and so then bad. a couple years later, Julia Stiles would be in the Bourne series. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah. And I love that movie. Funny scene where he's like dancing on oh, the yeah. field, <laughs> trying to woo her. Yes. Oh, but of course, he she thinks he's doing it for money, and then it just all explodes have the, in the prom. Mm-hmm. Oh. You need the conflict. Oh, but it all works out at the end. It does. Not to give anything away, but yeah, but that's this type of movie. Yeah, so one Good of one. my faves. Mm-hmm. One of my faves. Um, and then I have to mention Mean Girls. Oh, yeah. Follow-up that came out when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. So it just, it was something we watched all the time. Yeah. Like my friends and I would watch it. And, um, and arguably, even though Lindsay Lohan was in some good Disney remakes, this is probably her best movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for Tina sure. Fey. Yeah. Yeah. You could argue Parent Trap. Could you? Yeah, that's a, re- <laughs> yeah, a remake. Same thing with Freaky Friday. Oh, I'm gonna, two I'm remakes. Gonna, yeah. I'm going to go with the remake. I'm going to go with the real one. only original film. Yeah, except for some straight-to-DVD ones where she, one of them she's pregnant or something like that. Like, she's a teen mom, I think. Oh, I don't even yeah, know. Yeah. So I saw it straight-to-DVD. Okay. So, yeah. Of course, Tina Fey is, is the teacher. The teacher yeah. and she's kind of a bumbling teacher. Yeah, bumbling, yeah. and she was only kind of—I would consider her like a minor character in yeah. the movie, but she wrote it. So exactly, she says you got to be in it. But she does have some key. She has some key scenes mm-hmm. in it. So, but yeah, yeah. that factor in. Yeah. So definitely, yeah, definitely check out Mean Girls. Check out Easy mean A. Mean Girls, so quotable, yeah. and. Um, Oh, it's just so funny. It's one of those I'll always watch. Like, if it's on TV mm-hmm. or something, I'll turn it on. Yeah. The me- it's and still really funny. The Mean Girls themselves are great. So, uh-huh. um, I can't think of her name now. Uh, uh, the, the, M- McAdams? Uh, Rachel McAdams. Yes. She, she's perfect <laughs> as the head Mean Girl. Oh, yeah. perfect. I always liked Amanda Seyfried. Yeah. The yeah. ditzy one. Mm-hmm. Um, thought she was kind of um she's underappreciated i yes, thought she was very subtly she's underrated funny underrated. yes <laughs> that's a yeah no she definitely is was, did you ever watch veronica mars no i never got into that show See, i think you would like it yeah um but i think i don't know if this is around the same time as mean girls but amanda seafried plays the friend okay in, in the so it was probably around the same time so okay yeah so what were the other ones that you had so other than um let's see 
Yeah. Ten Things I Hate About You and Mean Girls, mm-hmm. two favorite. And then I just had to mention mm-hmm. Breakfast Club. Yeah. Honorable mention. Sure. I can't say it's one of my favorite movies mm-hmm. of all time, but I thought it's a quintessential high school movie. It I'm is. sure you've discussed it well, already. So Brian didn't pick it either because Brian picked Ferris Bueller. Mm-hmm. But my point is it's really one of the few high school movies where it's literally in high school the it's entire in movie. High school. Yeah. yeah. For me, though, I don't know why, but it, it gets boring. It, yeah, I, when I first saw it, I didn't get it. Like, uh-huh. but I was I was younger. I was probably yeah. in middle school, and everyone's telling me this is the greatest yeah. you know teen movie yeah. ever. But it, as an adult, I like it more because I think okay. it's I think the way that they kind of bond, how this the, those cliques still exist. Uh-huh. You know, the jock, the burnout, the princess, yeah. and then yeah. the, the nerd, and then well, the basket case mm-hmm. too. Um, they kind of all make sense. And, yeah. yeah. So you think more now watching it from I appreciate a lot like more, that yeah. perspective and looking at the relationships yeah. more. Yeah. Because when I was a kid, I was more interested in Weird Science yeah. and Ferris Bueller uh, yeah, and those yeah. type of junkies movies. Mm-hmm. And as an adult, I appreciate Breakfast Club more. Yeah. Okay. And I always thought they should... And a sequel would have been interesting. What happened the next day? Yeah. So. Like actually in... Outside of the one room. Exactly. they're in that room for most of the time. And it's one day. That's and it. it's just that morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course they get up to nonsense with like the vice principal. Oh, yeah. Is it the vice principal? It's a vice principal. And that's the character I appreciate more as an adult. Uh-huh. Because when, I had first, when you're a kid, you're thinking, oh, he's a, he's a jerk. You yeah. know, whatever. But then yeah. you kind of realize, you kind of empathize with him more. Mm-hmm. Like he's just kind of a failed, like, you know. He, and he's stuck there he's stuck on there. Saturday. Mm-hmm. And the janitor is the one that kind of tells him about that. It's like, it's not really the kids, it's you, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, maybe I'll have to rewatch it. I haven't seen it in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. From, like, a dialogue angle and yeah. just pay attention. And it's the first time, this is a fun trivia, that I'd ever seen sushi. Because uh, Molly Ringwald's character oh, is eating sushi. Yeah. And uh, sushi wasn't as popular as it was, mm-hmm. as it is now. Mm-hmm. It was kind of a very... Uh, prissy thing like it was mm-hmm. an elitist thing and, yeah, yeah and i think it it makes sense like i that wasn't the case for me really like mm-hmm. i sushi was always around yeah but you can tell from watching the movie like well she's the you know popular yeah. girl yeah more cultured more cultured yeah. so her having her sushi lunch mm-hmm. it looks yeah like fancy exactly so. Especially compared to Emilio Estevez, who was just like one sandwich uh-huh. and chips and sodas after another. Just all his bags yeah. and stuff. Exactly. And then, of course, Oshidi uh, putting pixie sticks with some sort of chips uh-huh. into a sandwich, which is a classic scene. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, it's a cute movie. I like yeah. it. But, I yeah, I never got the the obsession with mm-hmm. it. So I think it's just right, the Brat Pack, Right Place, Right mm-hmm. Time. And they were really hyping, you know, those actors at the time. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, I think it's just time and place. Mm-hmm. So. And it, it does ring true with the different characters. Mm-hmm. Like those all exist. They still exist. Totally. Um, when I was in high school, 20 years after that movie, yeah, like, he absolutely. still had all those people. Mm-hmm. And every so, single one of those actors really yeah. went on mm-hmm. or were already pretty famous at the time. So, yeah. Yeah. So, thank you, Samantha. You're welcome. Okay, you loved her on the first podcast that she was on, which was the debut episode for our movie trivia 80s and 90s she will forever be known as rachel hard pass because i forgot what the question do you remember what the actual question was it was the name of someone's movie that they won some award for yeah and it it was oddly an appropriate answer yeah even though 
it was just me not knowing the answer. Right. <laughs> but that's okay. So go back and listen to that episode if you want more context. Right now, you're probably just like, what, what is going on here? But that's, that's okay. That's what we do here. We don't know what's going on. But I'm glad to have you on because usually I, tr- I try to have you on all the time. But then you're just like, yeah, I don't know that movie or I haven't seen that movie or whatever. But for this particular genre of episode i think you're gonna be fine it's a little more crowd friendly yes. yeah <laughs> i'm i'm sometimes we'll play this game where uh brian will just list movies <laughs> and i'll say whether or not i've seen them and it's mostly just no the answer is usually no and, and many a shock and awe ensues <laughs> i know but wait to wait till we get to the 100th episode and that'll be very fun because yeah, that was, I actually have something to say. That's right. But you're going to have something to say for this one. So we're going to start with high school movies and your favorite movie that took place in high school. You weren't actually in high school to enjoy that. We've had some confusion about what, you know, movies to pick for those. But I see. Yes. So let's just get right into it. How many do you have? Um, so I have like one main one. Okay. And then uh, an adjacent one that's not really high school, but it's just a movie I love to talk about. So you're going to do what Malin does. I like this. So you're already going to be one of our favorite guests. Oh, okay. boy. Yeah. So let's get right into it. So what is the main favorite? So I am... It's a pretty obvious pick for someone of my demographic, okay. but I am going to go with Mean Girls. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> because it is a timeless classic. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of those movies that I... Like any movie ever, I actually saw later than mm-hmm. everyone else. Um, it came out in 2004. I was going to look it up. Now I don't yeah, have to. Yeah, yeah I did my homework. <laughs> um, it came out in 2004, but I don't think I saw it until maybe 2007. Okay. Well, that's not too too far. Yeah. 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 Well, for a movie that when you're, you know, in I was in middle school at the time. When, okay. For, when you're in middle school and there's some movie out that you haven't seen, it's like... You're the outcast. You're the outcast. Mm-hmm. Because the only thing to do when you're in middle school is have your parents drive you and your friends to the movies. <laughs> that's right. So I... Um, or hang out at a park somewhere. <laughs> just a random park yeah. at, at <laughs> night. Just, yeah, we'll, we'll see you in the morning. Yeah. Um, and so one of my best friends in middle school came over and her cousin was with her too and she brought the DVD because she could not believe that I hadn't seen this movie. Of course. And we just sat on my couch and ate an inappropriate amount of candy <laughs> and watched Mean Girls. I think that's the way to see it. Yeah. Yeah. And by the end of it, I was um, a little ill, feeling a little ill from all the candy. But, <laughs> but not then, from the movie. But not from the movie. Yeah, the yeah. movie was... was was life-changing <laughs> and, and I think it's very it's a testament to how good or important of a movie that was mm-hmm. the fact that people still quote it and that October 3rd mm-hmm. is Mean Girls Day that's cool and um it's still like a relevant movie in the zeitgeist <laughs> so had you seen a Lindsay Lohan movie like the Disney remakes uh before Mean Girls yeah I'd seen well, <laughs> I had seen most of Parent Trap, I think. Okay. That was a movie that I only ever watched when it was on TV, and mm-hmm. I always missed the first half hour of it. Mm-hmm. And I only... Where they discover each other? Yeah, yeah, so I had completely not seen any of that movie where they're at camp until maybe about two years ago. And that's the fun part. Yeah. yeah yes. <laughs> so, but I had seen the rest of it. Okay. A bunch. And then I Life Size, the Disney Channel original movie with Ellen Tyra s- Banks. That I have not seen. Yeah, she gets a, a doll that's basically like a Barbie, and it's Tyra Banks, and then it comes to life. Got it. Yeah. But uh, you never saw Freaky Friday with her. I did see Freaky Okay. That was actually one of them. I think you had an episode about movies that you'd seen in theaters a lot. Yes. Yeah. For whatever reason, I have seen that movie in theaters more than twice. Really? Yes. That's okay. That's it. <laughs> no, no. no, have you seen the originals of either Parent Trap or Freaky Friday? I've seen parts of the original of Freaky Friday, but I've not seen the original of Parent Trap. Okay. Yeah. 
it's it's in the early '60s, so it's a, it is a little different, but yeah. it's still fun. Yeah. yeah, it's it's one of those. It's one of the many movies that people kind of look at me and say, "You have to watch those." <laughs> yeah, and, you know, it gets added to this like infinite. Well, list. look, you sit next to me at work, so you guys, <laughs> you know, you're, you're, yeah, exactly. Inside. Yeah, forget it. That's fine. <laughs> but going back to Mean Girls, so yeah. okay, so obviously Lindsay Lohan's great, and Tina Fey wrote it Mm -hmm. but she kind of has a bit role but it's a funny bit role she's kind of this disorganized yeah and at the time i didn't really know who she was because Mm -hmm. i was a bit young for saturday night Live, and um and we never watched saturday night live and my my parents weren't really into it either Mm -hmm. uh they were for whatever reason more into mad tv which well that's interesting yeah were um, they ever into not in my lifetime interesting maybe maybe before but it okay. wasn't really a big thing. So mm-hmm. the Saturday Night Live names were not household names. Right. Got it. So I didn't know who Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, I didn't know yeah. who any of these people were. Tim Meadows. Yeah. 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 Who I love. Yeah. Because of great. Mean Girls. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, I thought the, and, and it was funny too, hearing or seeing Lacey Chabert mm. in the movie too. Yes. She plays Gretchen Wieners because I recognized her voice from being Eliza Thornberry. Ah, okay. The Wild Thornberry. Uh-huh. So it was kind of funny to hear this voice that I recognized from childhood as being like this kind of dorky girl who can talk to animals and yeah. all this sudden she's Gretchen Wiener's heir of the Toaster Strudel right. uh, <laughs> company. So, and I go back and watch it and I'm still like, this holds up. It does hold up. I, <laughs> I, I watched it not too long ago. And Rachel McAdams is great mm-hmm. as the main, the main mean girl. Mm-hmm. Though she's nowhere near, in high, I, she's got to be in her, her yeah, I'm pretty sure early she 20s. Was, yeah, yeah, she was, they were mostly a lot. Of, I think Lindsay Lohan was the only one that was close to being a teenager. Exactly. When exactly. they filmed that. Uh, and Lindsay Lohan actually auditioned to be Rachel McAdams, the character, ah, Regina George. Oh, okay. Wow, that was really embarrassing. <laughs> oh, I was, I was, okay, so I was thinking Amanda Seyfried. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, Lindsay Lohan originally auditioned to be, like, the mean girl. Oh, okay. But then Got it. I, they, this decisions were made because she was still a relatively unknown yeah. child actor, yeah. I suppose, or teen actor, and they didn't want her reputation to be, like, <laughs> Interesting how that turned out, yeah. Right, and, you know, but... In the meantime, before all that's happened. Um, and actually, another SNL alum is Anna Gasteyer. Who is plays, that the mom, Yeah, it's right? her mom. Yeah. 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 And also, I really liked Scrubs as a kid. Yes. And uh, what's his name? Neil Flynn? Uh-huh. Was the dad also. Yeah, so that's like, right. Oh, it's Jander. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so have you seen Easy A? Yes. Okay, so to me, that's like the maybe the closest, like... It's not a sequel, and it's definitely not a, a remake, but it's a, probably the, the best offshoot of Yeah, Girls. it's just sort of like high school drama. Yeah. Yeah. Satirized, but with a point. Yeah. Because it's one of the things I really liked about Mean Girls, too, is that it, uh, it had, like, a, kind of a message, or it kind of had some heart at the end. Yeah. Which is why it was so frustrating when I showed the movie to my parents, I think I was in high school at this point, mm-hmm. and, or to my dad, really. My mom wasn't around, but she, my mom, like, refused to watch it. She just, I, she was like, I can't watch people being catty to each other and she has a thing about dumb blondes i don't know mm-hmm. so she can't watch legally blonde she like re- that has a message yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just, she just like can't deal with that Got right it. and and we keep telling her like no this is a really good movie it like sort of subverts all of that yeah it satirizes all of it and you come out of it realizing that like oh no this is a bunch of crap yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> and we should all move past it but right. she just doesn't want to have to sit through it now she's seen the movie nine to five Probably. Okay. Because that's, to me, an amazing movie. It took place in 1980. Mm-hmm. You have Jane Fonda, um, Lily Tomlin, and Dolly Parton. So Dolly Parton plays your stereotypical blonde ditz, like Airhead. But yeah. actually, she's got it more together than the other two. Yeah. You just don't realize it until... So if you go by... You can't go in with these 
preconceived notions of certain people because you may end up loving them once you actually get into the Yeah, and we film. keep telling her, like, it's Tina Fey, you love Tina Fey, yeah. and, and she's just like, oh, I can't do it, I can't do it. They're mm-hmm. just so, they're so mean. I'm like, well, that's the point. That's the point. That's a, yeah, you, well, it's like watching a Disney movie, and you know there's always going to be conflict in a mm-hmm. Disney movie, even though it's awful. But mm-hmm. you need, the movie can't be good without having the highs and the lows. Or you, like Dead Parents. Or Dead Parents, like Bambi. Disney. Yes. Yeah, Disney was definitely a lot edgier way yeah. back in the 40s. Well, yeah. even now, like Frozen, mm-hmm. in the first you know, the which I've never seen. Oh, I have good tried. For you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, the parents die very early in okay. that movie. Well, now I don't have to watch it. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, it's what it's harder, I think, to find a Disney movie with the parents or one parent doesn't die or yeah. disappear or leave or isn't around. Is that why they're letting it go? <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm not even joking. But what, <laughs> oh no! I, <laughs> <laughs> You're looking at me like, uh, yeah, I gotta get it. Well, because I didn't know what you meant, so yeah. then I was like, are you making a joke? No, letting what yeah. go. In the main song in Frozen, Let It Go? Yeah. Okay, so is that, are they just letting it go of their parents that died? No. Okay, so I'm yeah. <laughs> see what happens when you don't actually watch, I'll probably edit all this out. And <laughs> yeah. Um, no, that's something entirely no. different. Well, I like my version. Yeah. So, that's yeah, the but, thing, is that like the dead parents in Disney mm-hmm. movies never actually seem to have that much of an impact. It's mostly just to get rid of them. Yeah. Sometimes there's an impact, like Mufasa. Well, and Lankin, yeah. Yeah, very, very big impact. But like, I would say Bambi's kind of like you just needed, to, someone needed to die. And unfortunately, <laughs> it was Bambi's mom. So, but yeah, but she's not that big of a part of the movie. What if yeah. that was the tagline? <laughs> Somebody <laughs> needs to die. <laughs> Bambi, 19. 19- 42 yes that's yeah <laughs> anyway let's go into your your second movie yeah. which is i guess a cheat but it we'll is a cheat it, yeah. so i was debating as whether or not this would be a valid movie to talk about for this category okay. and my rationale mm-hmm. is that it takes place primarily in a school the students in the movie are not in high school but the school itself looks like it does have high school students in it even okay. though we never see them uh and I might be totally wrong about that, but whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but the movie is School of Rock. No, I give that to you. Okay. Yes. Since we're not doing elementary school. Well, that's really, a weird topic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we could do Kindergarten Cop. That's Daddy only. Daycare. That's Daddy Daycare. School. That's Yeah, that's yeah. true. Okay. Yeah, I'll give you School of Rock. Because School of Rock's an awesome, awesome yes. film. And you just saw the musical not too I, long ago. I did. Uh, last week? Two weeks ago, mm-hmm. sometime in the in the in the less than a month ago, um, I saw the <laughs> musical, which was a lot of fun. Um, how how does it compare to the movie? Like, or yeah, well, yeah. it's different in the sense that it's a musical. Well, of course, <laughs> right? yeah. well, I mean, like sometimes that's hard to people don't necessarily get that, especially when they adapt musicals from other media formats. Sure. They think they're just going to go see the same thing in a different no. format, but it's it's the story is more or less the same, but certain details are different, and of course, there's more songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and a little bit of details about, like, the kids are different. Um, Do they keep the hard rock, classic rock angle to yeah, the musical? Okay. Definitely. Yeah. So the band that, the, that Dewey Finn's character yeah. was in is still called No Vacancy. Mm-hmm. Their song is a little bit more, like, jokey. It, it sounds like something out of Get Him to the Greek. Ah, okay. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah. Where it's just, it's whereas the No Vacancy songs in the movie are actually, like, yeah, pretty they're, decent they're like songs. little pop songs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they're cheesy, but they're yeah. not, like, obviously a joke. Uh-huh. Um, so that was different. 
And they still have like the scene in the bar with Stevie Nicks where he gets the principal. Edge of 17, to, yes. Yeah, yeah. Which is the classic moment. The other movie that I saw most frequently in theaters that wasn't Lindsay Lohan <laughs> and Jamie Lee Curtis pre Friday was School of Rock. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And um, I think I saw it two or three times mm-hmm. in the theaters. And then I've seen it ad nauseum, like on DVD. <laughs> oh, sure. It's just, especially when I was, you know, in high school or middle school and home during the summer with nothing to do. It's nice to have on. Yeah, I would watch a lot of DVDs. And School of Rock was one of the ones that was on heavy rotation. Well, it's easy. I mean, you can have it around on the background. Yeah. You're really, the plot's there, but it's not super important. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's just fun seeing Jack Black yeah, be Jack Black. Around. Yeah, and, and my brother really liked it too. And he had one of his friends that was over at our house a lot liked it also mm-hmm. and so we would just sit around and, and watch it but then also just say it to each other yeah. at the same time and i would watch the commentary because the kids did the commentary oh cool yeah. and so i listened to the, i watched that a bunch of times and so now i know all this weird trivia mm-hmm. um oh so give me your best kids. give me the best trivia from the kids well the one that i remember most prominently was that miranda cosgrove who plays summer is very adamant that she actually can sing because oh, in the movie you know she <laughs> she's sings, awful yeah. yeah she sings moonlight or yeah. something and really terribly but then she, in the commentary she's insisting like they had to teach me how to sing badly <laughs> and so the kids have her sing during the movie on mm-hmm. the commentary and and you know she then went on to re- release some pop albums right. and stuff so it's like okay she's but her character fit because she ended up being the business manager because yeah. she was the smartest or at least yeah there, she was the brainiest she's in the classroom the factotum yes exactly <laughs> exactly and so but the, so kind of the key part of this movie is joan cusack because mm-hmm. she's like the greatest support actor there Fantastic. is yeah. yeah yeah if anything that was the one there are a lot of, like in the musical, there were a lot of things that didn't translate super well. And I mm-hmm. think her character was a lot more interesting in the movie than in the musical. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, and what about Sarah Silverman's character? Um, or she, she even she, in the musical? She is in the musical. Okay. She was a lot more, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. I liked her character better in the movie also. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I liked everybody's characters better yeah. in the movie. but She's just uh, very direct and can't yeah. stand him. And I yeah. think uh, in the musical, she was a bit one-dimensional. She was a mm. bit just supposed to be kind of like this nagging presence. Right. Whereas in the movie, she is still a big nagging presence. But yeah. there's a little bit more there, too. Well, yeah, she's looking out for his his brother. Yeah. Yeah, so that, yeah. and mm-hmm. that was kind of lost in the movie. It just sort of seemed like she was just bossing him around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. But she was fun. Or in the musical. Yeah. In the musical, yes. Yeah. Well, anyway, great job. I'm going to give those to you. <laughs> Definitely... Um, Check out Mean Girls and School of Rock if you haven't seen those. Those yeah. are great early Even I've 2000s. seen them. So. Yeah, so... Well, so what can... are you doing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, we'll wait till we get to college. So. <laughs> Thank you, Rachel. Yeah. Well, you know from the laugh, she is back. I'm not going to laugh. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I cannot not laugh. <laughs> that's a double, that's that a double sense, negative. Okay, but yeah, can't not not hey. laugh means you can laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. I can't, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we're, uh, she needs no introduction, but I'm going to introduce her anyway. It's Danielle. Welcome back. Thank you. So we're going back to high school. Okay. And we're going to discuss your favorite movies that take place in high school. Cool. So when you were in high school, did you enjoy high school type movies or were you different you were just watching the exorcist and things I like that i didn't care yeah just you watch whatever you like whatever's in tv got it. <laughs> so gone with the wind and that was it yes and horror movies yes yeah, that sounds about Obviously. right why when you were in high school you had to what is that in college you just watch college no movies? of course not oh, okay yeah, see yeah. oh okay. Get, get that, all... that was weird <laughs> Freaking a little sassy here. <laughs> okay, so let's get right back into it. 
you are back to normal. You well, whatever normal is. Thank but, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what happened to me before? I don't know. Well, you were doing top five lists because you always used to do top six list. Yeah, no, I'm doing top six. Today you are. Yes, I am. We're back to normal. Okay. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Okay. Good. <laughs> All right, number six. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my number six. So it's hard to have like, uh, I like this one more, more than that one. Okay? Oh, yeah. But okay, let's see. Humor me. Number <laughs> number six, it is Pretty Pink. Uh, that's in my top ten. Uh, oh, God, of course it is. Oh, and that makes you upset? <laughs> Shouldn't you be happy we have the same taste? Stop copy me. Oh, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what about Pretty in Pink? And did you see it when you... Oh, how old were you when you saw it? I don't remember. Long ago. <laughs> First time I saw it, I was in middle high school probably i don't remember exactly i don't know which year is the movie the movie came out in 86 so you obviously saw it a few years after it yeah i didn't watch in the movie theater okay. i watched in tv so it was like way after that so probably the late 80s early 90s early 90s okay for, yeah. for sure because uh oh, 86 i was six years old so, so. you probably wasn't watching it <laughs> a few years now but was... actually that's when i because my mom loved those movies so really? she rented it and taped it so oh, I was probably like eight years old when I first saw it. Yeah. Oh no, I, I was older than that okay. when I watched. I was watching, you know, The Exorcist before the the fly and those movies. Oh came. yeah. <laughs> I was so, watching before. <laughs> go back to previous episodes. You want to hear Danielle's horror <laughs> movie viewing? But yeah. So what about? I mean, did you did you like Ducky? And it's you... it's cute. It's a cute movie. It's a very and it for brazil at least it's it's kind it happens i don't know here but you you always we had the how do you say english well like the wrong side of the tracks girl like she was she was poorer in the rich kids yeah Yeah. so that's a that's a cliche yeah but it's cute and i love the two and a half man john crier who plays ducky so did you want her to end up with ducky Oh, uh, no, I want her and that with, with the, the cute guy, yes. Yeah. Uh, See, it's funny because you would think a lot of people would want them to end up. Because, no, it's yeah. a friendship. It totally and is. And I was always friends with guys yeah. my whole life. I always had, you know, I, I had guys yeah. closer than, than girls. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. So I like that they did not, they you know, burn that friendship. Yeah. And it's very pure friendship. He loves her. He's in love with her. Yeah. But then he realizes it's a friendship. And yeah. he doesn't get hurt at the end. He meets yeah. someone. Well, he meets a very pretty Christy Swanson, too. And I so. don't know the name of the actresses. Yeah. But, yeah. but, you know, he's she, happy at the end. Yeah. So no one's actually hurt. So it's, yeah. it's a kill. Well, you movie. know what the original ending was? They actually get together and they tested it. And everyone hated it. Yeah, because they, she's it, supposed it, to be with it doesn't make sense. No. Why why she's poor, she cannot end with the rich guy. You know, exactly. there's always this thing. And I like it. I like it doing And I really like her dad. Her dad kind of plays the that uh, role correctly. He's not very likable, but he's, he plays that. The oh, actor yeah, plays yeah, that yeah. role. The movie is nice. And I like the crazy friend. It's my favorite. Oh, Annie Potts. Yeah, who I like the record her. Star. She is my favorite from the movie. She's my favorite. I so I actually thought Ducky should end up with her, even though she's older. Oh, she's older. She has no patience for no, that. It's no, I know. For him. But it's there, so good. That would be, because that scene is great. Yeah. When they're sing, when he's singing to her. Yeah, but he needed someone new. It would look like a rebound if they 
Oh, I get together. that. Yeah. Oh, I cannot get this one. I'll get the friend. Yeah. No, he met. So it was new. So for him, it was good. So and the girl like liked move. it. Yeah. So uh, my daughter is going to watch it mm -hmm. for it's the first time with her friends. I'm inviting about like 10 girls. Mm -hmm. That'll uh, be good. And, yeah. So seventh graders. And I already told all the parents because mm -hmm. we have a, a small movie theater yeah. where I live. So the fun part is the moms want to watch. Oh, I'm staying well, that's, too. That's their era. So let's do a separate yeah. session for the moms. And well, that's the thing. Because actually, the girls should watch it separately from the moms. Because yeah. the moms are going to already know what happens. They're going to be laughing. Mm -hmm. And so it takes away from the innocence of watching it for the first time. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. Right. So, yes, this is my number six. I, I really like it. totally book. agree with it. Number Good. five. Oh, my, my pen is just exploding. <laughs> it's my pen. So, it's yours, sorry. There it goes. It's fairies, fairy Bueller days off, something like that. I've never quite heard it being called that before, but that's... <laughs> Ferris Bueller's day Bueller. off, but I but I like Ferris Bueller's Bueller. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't say that. But yes, that's number five. So, and that was on my. Actually, I don't even know if it was on my list. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so I like in the movie I watch, and it's the same time, right? It's like, the exact same year. Yeah. And, oh, really? And the I same writer and director. Are yeah. you serious? Yeah. So okay. See, I'm so dumb. Well, <laughs> John John Hughes wrote and directed Ferris. He wrote Pretty in Pink. He didn't direct it, but Perfect. same writer. Yeah. Fun, fun movie. Oh, it's great. My, my also my daughter is watching this one. Mm -hmm. I <clears throat> in a different day we're gonna do yeah, it. Yeah, you can. Friends. Yeah. And I I like it. It's not that I love. It's funny. It's very predictable. So uh, and uh, really, you find it predictable? I do. Well, because when I first saw it, it's totally, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't necessarily know if he's going to make it or know. not. I know. He's singing in the middle of the place. Oh, and it's ridiculous. And the dad yeah. of the guy or the girl, I don't know which dad is, he's in the office. And oh, he's sure. Singing. He's dancing along. Yeah. But, you know, like, it's just so like, okay, that that's a little too much. And then comes the principal and, you know, there's the whole dog situation. Oh, yeah. It was a little bit pushing, but I like it. And I like the girl from Dirty Dance. I don't know. Yeah, Jennifer Grey. I like her in that movie, too. I don't like the girlfriend. I think she's very... Uh, I think she, she, she fits the role, but yeah, I mean... the. Uh, I like the sister. The sister steals the show. And I like the, the friend. Cameron. Yeah, he, yeah. he's amazing. He's a very good, like... You know, that's the best in the movie for me. It's like he's always scared. He's neurotic. You can see, yeah. like, his face, he convinces us, like, yeah. oh, I'm going to get screwed. Like, the car. Well, like, one of the best scenes is him deciding where he wants to go. He's like, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. Uh -huh. And shit. And then that's how I feel, like, you know, like, when there's times, like, I don't want to go, I don't want to go. Fine, I'll go. Yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah. I like it. So, yes, I watched that movie. It was together with pretty in pink like you know, yeah they the came out around the same time time but i, I also watching tv so i probably was already like what 14 15. oh funny story my i thought that ferris was actually singing twist and shout which is the beatles who thought i did you did I, well oh, i was probably eight years old at the time and then my dad was like yeah that's a little band no, called no. the beatles <laughs> a yeah. little band yeah. like just, <laughs> just a little small band okay number four number four <laughs> is Back to the Future. Oh, you and I are, I, I didn't pick it, but I'm glad you're picking 80s. Because <laughs> this is why I have you on. I love Back to the Future. Yeah. It's odd, like the mom with the son. That, that, little... that gives me the creeps yeah. when I watch it. I, watching as a teen, I was like, 
No. <laughs> His ears, no. <laughs> See, but for some reason, it didn't bother. Maybe I was too young to even get it. But, no, but yeah. I got it. Yeah. I was, but when I watched that's what I'm saying. You're like older. in Brazil, it, like, it came on, on movie on the movie theater. Yeah. I didn't go for that. And then came, you know, like you had to run the video. But I watched it in TV. Yeah. Like you have like times of the day that sure. they screen movies and I watched. So it was like I was older when mm -hmm. I watched all those movies. So for all these movies that are on TV, do, is it all dubbed in into Portuguese or is it subtitles? Some. Okay. Some. And when you watch, when you're younger, you mm -hmm. don't want to read the subtitles. No, you, you want to watch it. them. So it's funny. Like yeah. now it's like ridiculous. I cannot even, oh, I, their voices are so I cannot weird. do it no. anymore. But yes, I watch it with in Portuguese, yeah. like every, the dialogues in Portuguese. Right. And Back to the Future, I, I like it to a point. I really like Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, he plays Doc. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, I love and I love Michael J. Fox. Yep, Michael J. Marty. Fox, yeah. yep. Um, when they're together, all those scenes. Yeah. When he goes to the family, the high school, all that thing going on, I, 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 don't, really, I don't like him. Why? Why don't you? I like don't know. I think it's like... It gets like too blah for me, and even like well, you, you, well, it, it gets very regular movie. Well, that's it true. It gets very like the boy likes the girl that yeah. I was someone who is me. It's very high school. It goes back like it, well, part of this is you. You're very scientific, so you're <laughs> in, and that's true. You're a you're a, a physicist. So, if you didn't know already, Danielle's a physicist. Gosh. <laughs> um, so, it makes sense you would like the science part of Doc. Because yeah. Doc is very scientific. So, yeah. you like the scenes where he goes to his house back in 1955 where yeah, he's I testing. And yeah, yeah. And so, where if, if you're not as much into science, and I love those scenes too. But the, him, the whole bullying thing and everything, you gotta, it, that's just part of growing up. Yeah, yeah. But, like, you have that in all these movies. You have oh, in Pretty in Pink. You have in Karate Kid. Mm -hmm. oh, you sure. have all that mm -hmm. going on, which Karate <laughs> Somebody just gave it away. Uh, but you know, so that is like okay. Here we go again. Yeah. The same plot. But but it's still different because it, it, it's a little bit of that, but it's mostly the science stuff. So they yeah. had to they had to throw in a, a yes. little bit. Yeah. But I get what you're saying. Yeah. But yeah. I love the movie. I'm not you know. I, I really and you definitely like, like the first one better than the other two. Oh yes. Yeah. Yes, the last one I didn't even watch. The Western? Yes, I just like, I gave up. Okay. <laughs> the first one is yes. And I went to a museum in Colombia. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, Colombia here, the, the, the gold stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. So there's this uh, museum yes. there. In Northern and California. Yeah. Yes, and there's actually the train from oh, yes. Back to the Future, like the original, the real train. I was yeah. like... Oh really? Like the city, there's nothing. Just this. Just this train. Museum. Yeah. And there's many trains, and the guy said, "Oh, this is the train from mm -hmm. Back to the Future." I was like, "Oh my God, that's amazing!" Yeah, that's <laughs> so, pretty yeah, cool. Did you get pictures or anything? Oh yes, okay. of course I did. <laughs> number two. No. no number, number three. Three. Sorry. Number three is Dead Poets Society. Poets, and this yeah. is high school. This is boarding school. Boarding high school. Yes, yeah. but it counts as high school. Mm -hmm. Come on. <laughs> so what about you? Know, I haven't seen this in years. So what? I, this seems like your type of movie. It is. It is. Uh, it is controversial in a way. But um, why is that? Because we know that poetry is not like the teachers that teachers English teachers. It, mm -hmm. it, that's not life. That's not how it is. Mm -hmm. Like you like killing <laughs> a lot of 
teachers like making them mad because no, I cannot be like this guy because it's unrealistic. Okay. But for a movie, oh. you have so many rep repressed boys mm -hmm. and a repressed school. And comes this teacher with all these ideas, and he say carpeting is like the the yeah. right the word that sees the day. Yes, and uh, you know, and give them a different perspective. Sure. And you know, the movie is very about it, that. Yeah. And it's a beautiful movie, and yeah. I love uh, Robin Williams. Sure. I love his movie. He's a very diverse actor. I mean, you think of him as comedy, but he can do. Oh, he can, movies. and he has those eyes. You know that look in his eyes that mm -hmm. it's amazing. Yeah. Every movie that he did, he has the same look in his eyes, and it's a very sad look. Yeah. But it's it goes with the the play. The role. Yeah. yeah, with mm -hmm. the role. So I love the movie. I think most for. Robin Williams being on it, but yes, I watched. I was very young when yeah. I watched, and I cry my eyes out. I remember crying. When's the last time you've seen it? Oh, years. You should ago. watch it again, see if it holds in, up. I was in Brazil, like I don't know, maybe high school or mm -hmm. college, maybe the last time. Yes. You should watch it again. Oh yeah, to cry yeah. again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, another all interview immediately yeah, after. Yeah. <laughs> Not my favorite. <laughs> okay, number two. Number two. Oh my God! So the thing is, I I skip it a few. So we'll do honorable <laughs> I have mentions. More than, yes, please. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Number two is Carrie. Oh, uh, is Carrie? <laughs> it's not. It's scary and Carrie. No, not not scary. Uh, it's just Carrie. Carrie, okay. Which is scary, but. <laughs> If you're carrying it, is. Uh, did you read the book at any point? No, I never. never I didn't read, read the book. Okay. I watched. The, I mean, talking about the real, the original. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Remake, oh, right? I don't, don't even mention that. Yeah. Uh, so that's cool. You know, people. I have a friend who is in her twenties. I just said, "Oh, I watched that movie. That's nothing." Yes, because now you have all these special effects and everything. At Back that then. time, it was scary. Yeah. Not when I watch. When I watch, it wasn't scary. Well, but you'd already I seen The Exorcist and things like that. No, but yeah. I do appreciate yeah. the movie and the time that the movie was made. So it's 1976, made. I think? Yes. Yeah. It's kind of The Exorcist. If you yeah. see now, I watch it again. It's Exorcist still holds up. Exorcist still no, scary. No, I look and, you know, the whole scenes, I was like, okay, that's so shame. And I'm, it's beautiful for... Beautiful. I'm not saying it's beautiful. No, no, no. But the way like they filmed the it, the way is the made. acting. You know, like Mary Poppins, like sure. people. Oh, this is so not well made. It is well made. It was made when you know effect special effects wasn't. But it, going, we're going off attention here. But Mary Poppins, I just watched it not too long ago. Um, nobody could have played Mary Poppins like Julie Andrews because she's a, she could sing and dance. Oh, but there's and a new thing. one now. But yeah. it, it doesn't matter. It's not going to be as good because you can't. I mean, the special effects might be better, but the acting won't be better. And oh, yeah. nobody can beat Dick Van Dyke. So you put them together, it's, who cares about the special effects? I know. It's about the acting. So. But, and you same know, thing with this. Carrie, it's, uh, I like it. I like everything that, you know, Again, she's bullied. It's the whole high school thing all over. John Travolta. The thing is, it changed. High school is not like that anymore. I mean, at least on my time and what I hear is easier. It's middle school, the thing now. Yeah. So, you know, you got all these movies and you play some middle school and you have nowadays yeah. kids. So, I, I, I like Carrie and I like what happened. And... It, you know, like I was waiting for that moment. Come on, you need to do something for those idiots. Oh, yeah. And everything happened. So I have the uh, the Funko Pop dolls that everyone loves now. So I have one for Carrie, and she's just covered in the pig's blood. Oh, boy. And 
one of the, one of the people at, at work brought their kids and they're like she has blood on her oh, and I'm like no it's just paint it's just paint yeah, yeah. yeah. it's not, <laughs> it's fine. not the human yeah no she ate too much meat <laughs> <laughs> I can't top that see that's why we have Daniel <laughs> all right number one it's not number one I counted all wrong it's a mess of this list here. It's not my favorite, but it's in the list. I know, right? I have... Okay, so number... I have a thing eh. sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Daniel has no number one. So we'll, forget we'll just, about the numbers. Okay, forget okay, it. Let's continue the movie. Yeah, so these people that started at, like, oh, I'm going to get this amazing top six list. <laughs> so let this this may be, like, number seven. Okay, let, let's go. So we went from <laughs> six, five, four, three, two, seven. Seven, oh, great. okay. So it's Risky Business. Oh, I love that movie. I love that movie. Yeah. I love Re Rebecca De Mornay. Yeah, who Rebecca. plays the older... Beautiful. And she's not that much older. No, yeah. and she's stunning. I yep. love her. They were dating at that time, they were. right? They were. Tom Cruise, I never thought he was cute. But okay, you know, like him dancing around in his underwear to old-time rock and roll? No, that, that part, I, I, I was paying attention so much later, and it's not, it doesn't grab my attention. I, I, I don't care about him. If it was Johnny Depp. Okay. Well, yeah, we know we that Danielle would drop everything for Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. And my but... mom would, too. So <laughs> yeah, so. But Tom Cruise, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So so. <laughs> uh, but it's a fun movie. It's a great movie. It is fun to see. It's kind of inappropriate, and some scenes are very... No, but that's it. that was the 80s. Come on. Yeah, yeah who cares? But the friend. This one, I'm not letting my daughter watch. No, yeah. no, no. Not yet, not yet. <laughs> There's some, there's, yeah, they have sex on the subway and everything. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah. It's a crazy movie. But, well, it's rated hard, too. But his friend, Curtis Armstrong, is great in that. Mm -hmm. He's really good. And then the guy who is um, <laughs> Guido, this, the the pimp, that was what Curtis Armstrong called yes, him. Yes, yes. But he, he was in Sopranos. He was in Goonies. Um, Joey Pantiano. That's, yeah, yes. He's great in that. So, I don't, what happened to her? I don't watch movies. Like She's in a few other movies. But, yeah, I mean, this is, like, probably her most famous movie. Yeah. yeah. I really like the chemistry between them. Mm -hmm. You know, the plot of the movie. Oh, yeah. Fun. You know, it's very, like, 80s and very, like, it could happen. Not could happen. Not like that. But no. the whole party thing. Actually, they, probably some of this did happen. Now, maybe not this as crazy, but I bet you some college kids. It was kids insane. Are, the party yeah. that he puts on. Oh. What is that? Well, well he replaced yeah. the eggs. <laughs> That's all that mattered at the end of the day. He just had to replace the fabric. Yeah. Oh, God. No, but still, they had a little, a little risk at the end. Yeah. Right? And then the mom was disappointed and yes. having no idea what he was doing. But then the other great part is, um, I forgot his name. He's in License Drive. He plays the dad. Um, the admissions guy. Remember he's interviewing with him to go into Harvard? No. It, oh. With I a mustache? So. I think so. He's a great actor, and I can't remember his name, but... Um, yeah, he's, I think it's Richard some, somebody. Anyway, yeah. Okay, so let's go to your next one. So my next one would be Karate Kid. Okay, uh, the first. The first, yeah. and the original, and whatever. And the only. The, the only one. Yeah. <laughs> the only one that matters. And you should watch Cobra Kai on Red YouTube Red. Oh, it yeah, is you so good. Yes. If you basically you erase all the sequels and just watch Karate Kid, and then that, it's perfect. Oh, really? Yeah, because it's so well done. I think Karate Kid is beautiful i watched it i was in college i guess already oh wow it was on tv See, this is interesting because you saw all these movies that i saw pretty much when they came out and then you saw them a little bit oh, later yeah, because yeah. we had like a, 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 a delay. window a yeah. delay and i was very into like dark movies yeah. so that would not 
get my attention. So I would watch the movies if I was at home, like I said, sure. or a friend's house. Oh, I'm gonna watch this movie. Oh, yeah. here we go, this lame. So stuff. how how did you come upon Karate Kid? I don't remember okay. exactly, but I remember once I watched it once. Uh-huh. And I was like, whoa, and I, I rented to watch it again yeah. because you I didn't pay much. attention. I had more people with me with Karate Kid. And I thought like all the exercise that they do together, I was getting bored by that. I was like, what the, when is going to start the so that's, Karate that's part? That's the genius of this. I yeah, know. Yeah. And they, oh, there you go. That's why. Those are the movements. And it's great. I mean, the bully, we know all these yeah. movies that we talk has this. But you know the outcome is it's great, and and it's also the relationship between him and Mr. Miyagi. Yes, and that's nice because they don't really mention it, and you don't find this out till later. And and actually, in Cobra Kai, Daniel's dad died, but they don't really talk about it. You mm-hmm. just think she's a single mom, and then yes. they just leave it at that. And so he's basically the father he never had. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. We, we can see that in yeah. the movie. So it's beautiful. Yeah. And uh, what's funny? My dad always used to do anytime I watch watch the car. Wax on, wax oh, off. Yeah. So what we do, and I do it today. Oh my god, I did last week. Is the the, the crane, the crane kick? <laughs> <laughs> because I do like <laughs> to say, look, I am balanced. I am, right. and I do the, the pose. Yeah. I think that everybody did. That, Everyone knows but, this. Yeah, <laughs> they don't do like when it, they're almost forty, so, but okay. <laughs> I'm sure you can pull it off. So, so Stu, we did the Karate Kid uh, soundtrack, Stu mm-hmm. and I. So go back and listen to that if you haven't heard it. Stu, let me know that that was actually um, one of the, the guy who did the choreography for oh, really? um, the Karate Kid. So it wasn't Pat Morita, Mr. Miyagi. It was actually, because it's filmed from far. So it's oh, not yeah. actually him doing it. It's the, the karate expert that's doing oh, it. Oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah. So is that your list? No, no. I oh, have, you have more. Excuse okay, me. Okay. I have this is the number one. Okay. Oh, but sorry. These, no, no. This is not, not Karate Kid. The next one is the number one. Okay. Because I left the Karate Kid and Risky Business. I this isn't my podcast out. anymore. <laughs> Was it ever? You're going to edit it anyway. So you're going to cut I, all my I, I never So I talk like for over half an hour and it's going to be like five minutes. That's <laughs> impossible. There's so many good things to leave in. Uh, anyway, so my favorite movie for high school, mm-hmm. but I don't think it qualifies in a way, but I'll push it. Like, <laughs> And this is your number one pick. You're going to push it. This is my number one. And I watch it a few times and I, I got very emotional with that movie. And because, you know, it's close to my heart and okay. uh, it's radio. Oh, and yeah, yeah. Radio mm-hmm. is not, he's not in this school. No. But he loves the and this is a high, and, and they're in high school. High school. It's a high school football team. Got it. And the and Cuba Gooding Jr. plays radio. He's amazing. That guy, I love him. I love the actor. He's great. I everything I watch with him, I'm like amazed by how he changes. Mm-hmm. And this movie, I you know, I had a, I have a cousin. She has Down syndrome and. Mm-hmm. The making fun situation. I grew up with that because I was always hanging out with her. She was what twenty years older than me, mm-hmm. and she passed away a few months ago. So it was my favorite movie for so long because I always remind her. She was not a. She was a girl first of all, mm-hmm. and not a baseball player. Oh, not football baseball player. football player. Uh-huh. Nothing like that. But it's, it is how is the portrait. Yeah. how it is and how hard it was for her sure because she went to a regular school mm-hmm. as well and not him but she went to a regular school and she was bullied and right. everything so that movie is 
beautiful is moving and what the name of the coach i always forget is it ed name. harris i think so yeah he's great yeah i mean everything about it is so it's it's not a biography i think it's loosely based it's, on it is. Yeah. it's loosely yeah. based yeah. but you know i could see not like this heroic thing like oh he scored all the things no, no. but you know it is it is the how do you guys call in English when you you put it outsider inside you, you inclusion? Yeah, yeah. It is the inclusion of a kid who you know has issues and mm -hmm. you know everything, and he's not on that school. That's the was the main thing. Yeah, like he's not on the school, and he's black, and he's you know has mental everything, and he's a great player. Yeah. So the movie is beautiful. So oh, he's part of he's part of the team, even though he doesn't actually play for the team, right? He's like a he wants a, to play for the team, but he's he, like the he, ball boy, right? He, he yes, yeah. But it starts with he 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 becomes yeah. But he's like pu pushing a car a cart around. Yeah, so he's probably helping them with the tackling dummies and things like that. Yes, yeah. mm -hmm. yes, and they accept. Him. Yeah. So it's so beautiful, but it, it is a long way. Well, sure, and that, and you have to go through the the anger of him being picked on. Oh and yeah, like that. everything. Yeah. So it's it's beautiful, and I love I fell in love with this movie. I think I talked I talked about this it before. movie before. Yeah. I fell in love with this movie. I think that's your favorite sports movie. When I watch it, no. I was like, okay, this movie is amazing. So it's interesting because there are stories of like this in high school where either a kid has a disability physically or, or mentally, and they let them play. Like, let's say if the team's up by a lot or losing by a lot, they'll let the kid get in to have their one moment. Yeah. And there's this one, it's happened a few times, where the other team kind of knew what was going on. So they let them have the moment, like they let them score a touchdown. Which is cool because at the end of the at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who won the game. Of course, but the kids can remember that forever. Forever. And so, I mean, that's 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 what it's about. It is beautiful. So it was beautiful. It's a beautiful movie. I will watch it again, but every time I watch, I cry. So, no. <laughs> so you don't want. I need to be in the mood to cry. <laughs> to watch so it. this one and what was the other one that you that you, oh Dead Poet Society. So if we want to get Danielle to cry, we'll just we'll put these on. <laughs> Well, she's not crying. She's always laughing. We love having her on. Thank you so much, Danielle. Thank you. <laughs> okay, we're back with Malin. Welcome back. Hey, Brian. Thanks. All right. So for this year, or for this year, for this semester, we're going to go back to high school. <laughs> and uh, Malin's got a few picks for us. And as we, we were talking about it beforehand, you know, high school's movies we, we were a lot easier to find than college. Um, but you got a few, and uh, I'm curious to hear your list. Yeah, high school movies were a little bit easier for me to find, but um, I like your well Freudian slip when you said year instead of semester. Yeah, uh, <laughs> time at, time in high school for me went about as slow as it possibly could. I mean, um, what a miserable fucking time in life. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but also one of the most amazing. So I really like mixed feelings about my own high school experience. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know that I look for high school movies or even necessarily consider them as like some of my go-tos, but yeah, I did come up with a list of um, films about or related to high school that I think are kind of cool. Okay, cool. Let's get, let's get right into it. Okay. So the first one I picked is dazed and confused. Oh, and I should say as a caveat, a lot of these I haven't looked at in a long time. So my memory of them is pretty shady. Okay. <laughs> but, well, it's funny because um, that one I just rewatched with my mom of all people, maybe a month ago. And, uh, I think it still holds up well. She was hilarious because she's like, 
because Matt, Matthew McConaughey's in it, and he's still the same yeah. guy. <laughs> he's, he's super yeah, creepy. Yeah. yeah, and you know the thing I like about it is that it it kind of captures the best feelings of high school, which is the last fucking day. Yes. <laughs> um, and they did a real, really good job was, with the seventies. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, it's completely enveloping. Um, the the film stock, the sets, the clothes, the way that people are talking, everything, the cars. Um, it, it's really convincing. Um, but yeah, I like that movie. And I, like I say, I haven't seen it in a long time. But I was really kind of a fan of Linklater's uh, from his previous film. I think it was his one previous film, Slacker. Mm. And I've probably mentioned that here um, on a previous episode. Um, so when I went into it, I didn't know... Too much about the plot or whatever but i did have some expectations based on the director and this was um different from his previous film and then it had uh, a much more linear narrative yeah than the previous film if you can imagine that mm-hmm. um previous film is just following people around a city um and this is just following people around a day in a sense um yeah there's, no, yeah, that's, there's that's no real movie. plot to it at all <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah exactly um, but you know, I think a lot of our high school experiences, like if there was any you know, storyline or arc or plot that we imagine was there, you know, it would probably look a, pretty similar to this, just a, a bunch of more or less random interactions with people that you do know and do, don't know, or people that you do know, but don't interact with, and then have a chance to interact with them and all that kind of stuff. Oh, I totally agree. Those little snapshots that all kind of get commingled into one like movie, basically. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that one's fun. Yeah, that's a good um, one. So, uh, Back to the Future. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm gonna bet that you put that on your list. You know, I, I didn't. <gasps> I didn't because I had 40 of them, so I had to limit it. <laughs> and they were all 80s movies, so uh, that one missed the boat, but Danielle picked it, so we're good. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, then I'm gonna I'm gonna second Danielle's pick. Good. Um, yeah, I think I, I liked it because I was. Gosh, I was not in high school when it came out, but it certainly was my idea of high school, like going into high school, or certainly what I wanted high school to be like in some respects. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think more than anything, we just wanted to be the tri- time traveling, like high school kid. Um, and yeah. So that was that funny. Was- That's what. So Danielle was more into the scenes with Doc because she, she, of course, loves the science aspect of it, and she didn't like the high yeah. school uh, scenes as much. But I think he kind of had to do it to get, you know, have a well-rounded movie. Yeah. Well, and a lot of the high school stuff is, like, pretty awkward. And oh, really sure. Like the, yeah. The mom um, and, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, and the concert, the the dance. What the, was it, the prom? The Enchantment Under the Sea dance, yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> that, that's, that, that was, that was kind of creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so yeah, so Back to the Future, that was a fun film. Yep. I really, really liked the first. Um, I didn't really like the second or third film. But, you know, I have to also say, um, uh, as far as, like, Doc goes, yeah, I think that relationship was what really wins the film. Oh, totally. Um, was huge se- the, the huge middle section of the film where Doc, you know, pretty much isn't there, right? He's not there, is he? No. No. Not really. Yeah, and then he comes back towards the end. Yeah. And that's kind of when the film gets its feet again. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so yeah, so that, uh, what else? Okay. The breakfast club. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So I only did Saturday detention once. <laughs> oh, really? Now I gotta, <laughs> I gotta hear this story. 
Oh, well, there isn't even that much of a story to it. It's just that um, out of all of the times that they could have caught me and put me in detention for something, <laughs> they only caught me once. <laughs> and what, what what did you do? Gosh, you know, I barely remember. It must have been skipping school. Okay. Um, high school, especially uh, junior and senior years, were just about the most boring, insufferable, like, eight-hour per day stretches that I could even imagine. <laughs> um, so yeah, I skipped a lot of those, um, I skipped a lot of days those last years, especially the last year. Right. Uh, it, it was, there was kind of a system in place. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and of course you went to um, movies, I'm sure. That, that what? You went to movies while you were skipping that, school. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like I say, there was a system in place. Yeah. Like Friday was movie day. <laughs> um, Tuesday and Thursday, I had first period with as a student assistant for uh, a band instructor who really never showed up until like third or fourth period. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, yeah, there were all sorts of these little like uh, Swiss cheese holes in my senior year. It never <laughs> ended up mattering because... Um, it certainly never affected my GPA or academic performance, but, um, and that's why you can get away with it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think I just ended up skipping out on the, the bits that were less important. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, that, then, that to me, yeah, that, then, that's, that's a uh, moment that you can use in your later life as well. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 And I, we certainly use those moments to create pretty epic fucking stories like outside of school. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And that's what you so, remember. <laughs> The, the what? That's that's what you're gonna remember more than actually sitting in class. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and with the Breakfast Club, so you know, I kind of relate to the detention aspect only in that I did it once, and it was on Saturday, and it was kind of miserable. However, my Saturday detention school was nowhere near as fun as uh, Saturday detention in the Breakfast Club. <laughs> uh, there were not more people to talk to. We didn't get any misadventures. Um, there was no like emotional epiphanies. <laughs> um, and honestly, with the people I was kind of in detention with, I, I'm, I'm glad that that didn't happen. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah. But but as far as this film goes, like this is, yeah, it's like 80s high school for me. It's somehow without even having like normal school rigmarole, it kind of captures the feeling of what I remember of the 80s, even if. It doesn't match up with like my experience in detention. Yeah, and I always this but, is one where I always wanted a sequel to because what happened the day after? Or what happened when they went back to school on Monday? You know? Yeah, well, they're all like fuck off. You yeah, know? pretty much. I don't <laughs> interacted with each other anymore. I think that's to, to me that's the moral that I take away from that is the how, how fast you can develop friends at that age, but how kind of fickle and transient some of those relationships can be you can be like super fast strong friends one moment um and it can all change just by shifting the context just a little bit like the next day or oh totally day. you've already moved on to the next thing yeah, yeah yeah that's a good point so breakfast club okay um a few more creepy ones for high school so heathers oh yeah absolutely yeah i kind of have a love-hate relationship with that mostly love maybe we'll hate is just that it didn't go far enough. I don't know. Um, <laughs> or, or the Christian Slater kind of creeps me out a little bit, but that's what he was supposed to do. So, but this is one that should have been more popular if it came out, let's say, in '93 as opposed to '89. Yeah, yeah, you know, I think that would have made a big difference. Yeah, I mean, got a pretty 
sincere cult following, I think, at this point. Oh, it does. But it didn't yeah. do really well in the, when it first got released. I mean, it was probably way too dark for, a, you know, an 80s type movie. Yeah. No, it came out maybe a little bit earlier than it um, should have. But it, um, but I know that, like, Jawbreaker. Oh, yeah. Like, really heavily inspired by it. Um, you know, so thank goodness, uh, you know, thank goodness um, Heather's came along when it did. Or yeah. we wouldn't have things like Jawbreaker. Oh, I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, another one, Carrie. Yeah, that's kind of like the worst case scenario of high school. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> like the worst high school with the worst experiences, with the worst outcome. Um, I don't know. And also a pretty great film as far as like, uh, well, setting up an, an anti-hero and playing on the audience's emotions to see exactly how far you'll go with the main character and like stay on their side, no matter what they do. Yeah. Like, you know, what actions, what extreme actions and degree of those actions are justified. And, um, and, and how do we feel when we're watching them? Do we feel that she's justified through to the end of the film, mm -hmm. you know, including the, such a grim massacre of, you know, friends and family and everyone. And, and all of that. So, yeah, I think that one is really interesting. And then the the mother, oh. um, as the the religious zealot, yeah. um, who turns out to be like the, the the true villain of the piece, which uh, I didn't realize until I saw the film. Uh, actually, not so long ago, I'd only ever heard about the movie, but I didn't see it until maybe five five or seven years ago. Um, oh, did you, you know, ever you read the book? You don't hear a lot. What's that? Did you ever read the book? No, I haven't read the book. Okay, yeah, but maybe I should because I've been looking for um, I've been looking for a new audio book for my miserable commute. Oh yeah, uh, and maybe this would be a good one. Yeah, I think that, that that would be a good way to get into it. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So Carrie, and the last one. This is one I've only seen once, but it it, it left a you know a more or less lasting impression. Uh, Brick. Oh no, I've never I've heard about it, but I haven't seen it. So I think you might be interested in it because it takes a near noir um, tone towards high school and it's got its own little like mystery going on, but it really plays off of um, older noir um, mystery films in terms of the way that it's set, uh, the language that's used, some of the um, hijinks and twists in the mystery and all of that. Yeah. So if, since you haven't seen it, I'd, I'd recommend that for you. I think okay. you might be interested in it. And it, even if not, I'd be interested to hear what you think of its take on, um, noir film. This, uh, this is the one with uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt. Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah. This sounds a lot like, um, interesting. Cause I'm reading the, the quick plot. Did you ever see river's edge with Keanu Reeves and Dennis Hopper and came out in the mid eighties? I did. Mm -hmm. I, don't remember it well enough. Okay, just the description that. of Brick sounds similar to that, and I really like River's Edge, so I will definitely... It's going in my Netflix queue right now. Sweet. <laughs> As always, Sweet. thank you so much, Malin. Thanks, Brian. Okay, we're back with super producer Lindley, who is yawning her way into this interview. <laughs> she's she's very enthusiastic. Very high energy. I know. So we're going back to high school. Were your high school years good, or you were you happy to get out of high school? I was happy to get out of high school. Okay. I say they were terrible, but better. Mediocre. Mediocre. Why okay. are you one of those people that are like high school was the best years of my life? It wasn't the best year, but I didn't have a bad experience either. <laughs> so. um, I had a bad experience 
in freshman year, and then not so. after that. It was fine. But then you were was fine. prom queen and yeah, valley girl dating the guy across the tracks. And didn't the... date anybody. Oh, okay. that's right. We we <laughs> yeah, go to back. So bad. I don't know why that's so sad to people. Well, it's not sad to me. I mean, if you if you seem happy with it, I um, I'm happy with it now. But of huh. course, at the time. That's why I said oh. Uh, yeah, the time. Yes, <laughs> I would have loved to have dated anybody. No, so this not is anybody. this is the therapy episode. Yeah, we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> time. So into moving right along, we can we can get right into you, you have a list of twelve. Yes, but and we don't have to. I don't have to list all of them. Okay, well we'll do the ones that are your favorites, and then we can quickly do the other ones that you're not too not okay. as enthusiastic about as you continue to I yawn. I don't know if I'm enthusiastic about any of these. Yeah. No, I like a lot of the movies, but okay. First one we'll talk about. Well, I would say like my two favorite high school that take place in high school mm -hmm. um, that I could watch over and over again is Clueless. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and and you were in college, right? When this I was came in out? college. Okay. When, when Clueless came out, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't in high school, but I just think it's a yeah. It's just I don't know why it's I like it so much. It's like the ultimate '90s movie. It's a very '90s, yeah. yeah. And especially with all the music. And yeah. um, most of the actors and actresses, they were of that, that era. I'm trying to think. Yeah, well, it's funny. My daughter just found, um, because we've watched it recently together, and then, you know, the <laughs> the software where she puts her outfits together. Oh, yeah. Because I said offhand, like, oh, you need one of those, because she's really stressing about what she's going to wear the yeah. first day of school. So I was like, oh, you need one of those things from Clueless where she thinks, and then she just searched on an app, and there's an app. Oh, yeah. Job, and so there's... <laughs> Probably it's a million apps for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's you watch it now. Because this is probably the first big time movie for Paul Rudd. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm so young. I know. I don't know why. Um, well, <laughs> I'm glad that it's also Emma. It's the story of Emma. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It's just like a retelling of that. Yeah, and, and it's also kind of sad because you have um, the girl who died. Oh, she died. She's yeah, in it too. That is and, sad. and she has a good role. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, she's good in that. Yeah. And then also like the date rapey stuff. That's not so good. But. Yeah, that that yeah that <laughs> it's one. It's not so date rapey. I mean, it's a. Well, and she gets held up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was so, kind of funny. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I thought it was good. I thought it was well done. I like Alicia Silverstone. Silverstone. Yeah, and, and the guy who plays her dad. Yeah, he's on great. Cheers, right? Who was on Cheers originally? Yeah, that's Carla's husband. Yeah, or boyfriend. Ex husband. Ex husband. It's her ex husband. Yeah. The, Nick. Yes. Is that Nick? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. So that's good. yeah. That he is the dad. <laughs> So, okay, good. Cool. It's one of them. Okay, the other one is Valley Girl. Of course. Which I have not rewatched, but I would say great high school movie. Very similar to Clueless. Like, to mm -hmm. me, it gives me the same amount of, you know, it's kind of just like a dumb, dumb movie, but I like it. Yeah, no, it's well, you can put it on any time. Yeah. It can be and what's so funny, and I can't remember what I saw this on, but they so, showed a montage. It was it was about like malls or dying malls mm -hmm. or something. Some documentary or something I was watching on TV. So they showed the montage in Valley Fair of the mall scene where, you know, you see the credit cards swiping. Oh, and Valley Girl. Just talking yeah. about, sorry, yeah. what did I say? Valley, Valley Fair. Fair. Which is a mall. <laughs> which is the mall that I just watched too. Um, that's very strange. Yeah. Uh, anyway. So it was like, this was the quintessential mall experience? Yes. Yeah, so very much. And if, did you watch the preview for Stranger Things Season 3? No, I haven't seen it yet. It takes place in a mall. That's awesome. So <laughs> yeah, because malls are kind of dying now. I mean, that's, They are dying, but when the mall in my town, New Park Mall, mm -hmm. in, uh, I guess it's in Newark, California, mm -hmm. urban Fremont, it was a humongous deal when it opened. Oh, I think yeah. I was eight or nine, and it was just this monumental opening. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, we yeah. as a kid, you go, you went to the mall to hang out. You didn't necessarily yeah. have to even buy anything because you had everything you didn't there. Buy anything? You went to the food court. Yep, yeah. food court, movie theater. Uh, Orange Julius. Yep. So we didn't even have a arcade. I think there was a, a movie theater in that mall. Mm-hmm. In that mall, then I think that came later. But even in um, yes. in this might be on your list too. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. A lot of it takes place in a mall too. It's not on my list, but it should be. Oh, it is. Sorry, Fast okay. Times. It's there. It is one of the twelve. Don't yeah. worry. Okay, thank you. <laughs> it's my number one pick. So I mean, because it's got high school in the title, really, yeah. and that is also in the mall. Yeah. Oh, totally. Because it's a Ratner works at the. So is Clueless takes place in the mall. That's a true. Of a lot of it. As well. yeah. yeah, I feel like that was teenage life, which I don't think it is so much anymore. No. No. Yeah. You know what I forgot to do is hmm. a weird science because that is oh, a, I don't have that on my list. definitely yeah. a high school movie. That's a high school movie. Yeah, doesn't take place in a mall. I can't remember weird science. It doesn't I've take place in a mall. Million years ago, they get um, Robert Downey Jr. and his buddy dump. Mm-hmm. I think icy on them, oh. and they just start to feel good about themselves. <laughs> <laughs> and then they dump them. Was it Orange Julius? It may have been. That was like the the standard. Do they still have Orange Julius? I, so I went back to that mall recently. I took my daughter to the mall for the very first time to go back to school shopping. She's not even ever been, she, she walked into a Macy's and was like, this is the most amount of clothes I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it was like so sad. Everything's just swiping. I just yeah. shop online, so I didn't Absolutely. go to the mall. Mm-hmm. Um, so what was it? Oh, there were, the food court is completely different. Yeah. So I mean, what, so there's no more so Sabaros. So now there's a lot of yeah. like ramen. Yeah. And I mean, especially at Valley Fair, it's all like ramen. We went to this Michelin star dim sum place. <laughs> I mean, it's Mich- it's a chain from Taiwan. Yeah. And that's where we ate. You have to wait. You have to get in a queue and wait. I mean, the waits can be up to five hours. We waited Whoa. an hour uh-huh. just to get a seat at the bar. Jeez. But it was really great. Yeah. Really great food dumplings and stuff. But um, Totally yeah, different so than what we went to. Very different. Yeah. Hot, what was the thing that Hot we went to was... No, so they didn't have that in my bulb, but that is oh, yeah. a very like quintessential oh, mall. mall food. Yeah. Um, the hot potato bar. Oh, or yeah. Baked potato, baked yes. potato bar. <laughs> I totally remember that. <laughs> that was like my favorite thing to get was the baked potato bar and orange chilies. Yeah. And Sabaro was like the main Sabaro pizza was place. a big one, as well as like gyros or gyros. Oh, yes. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm like, that might have been the only thing that survived, I think, is gyros. The, this is why I love interviewing <laughs> Super Producer Lindley, because we just go <laughs> off on tangents. We just go back in time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so we have the three of them. What are, what are the other ones? Oh, we only talked about two? Well, we kind of threw in Fast Times. But, oh, okay. Yeah. So I won't talk about that. So another, so in the same classification as Clueless and Belly Girl is Rushmore. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. That's mm-hmm. a great uh, yeah. high school movie. Don't need to talk about that. And different than your typical high school movie. I too. think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also because it's like a boys, all boys yeah. prep school. Then mm-hmm. he does go to public school. But yeah. initially, yeah, it doesn't really, yeah. Um, not much to do about high school relationships. Mm-hmm. It's basically his relationship with uh, Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, the next one, Breakfast Club. Absolutely. Sure, everybody says Breakfast Club. Now, I found out from Malin, this was great. He actually had a story <laughs> when he went to say, he had to, he had to go to detention in Saturday school. He says, I've he, been to it. Okay, so what was your experience? Well, why did you get sent to? Oh, why did I get sent to? This I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, I went in eighth grade. I don't think I ever did it in high school. It was definitely middle school, and I don't know. Okay. It may have been for kissing a boy. And you got eighth caught. Grade. Yeah, we got caught. It was a br- I mean, that was a really big in trouble incident where they wrote up a paragraph, and that may have been Saturday school. It may have been for something else. It may have been for cutting class or something. I don't remember. And did but you- that was like this hor- like this very horrible big deal experience. Those are like, it just sticks out of my head. Yeah. And did you did you have Saturday school with him too? I don't 
think so. I don't remember. But it was a very short relationship. So yeah. <laughs> we were only together probably a couple of weeks. weeks. I don't know. Yeah. Like that's eighth grade for you. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't a very long relationship. No. The longest relationship of high school. No. <laughs> <laughs> Memories. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I never got to go. I never got detention back then. So, you never yeah. had detention no. for Saturday school. Yeah, I Saturday mean, school was like breakfast club where you sat there the whole yeah. day. Yeah, it was terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you didn't, yeah, Maylin's experience wasn't nearly as interesting where you did. Well, it was yeah. definitely not like breakfast club. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> well nothing's like breakfast club. <laughs> I always wanted a sequel to breakfast club to find out what actually happened. That would be a good sequel. Yeah. yeah Maylin has sequel. a more cynical view. He's like, no, they probably all just ignored each other after that. They oh, I'm sure to, of that, yeah. of course. That's what I thought they did. Mm-hmm. That, I guess that's not the end of the story, but well, the end is you just see Judd Nelson. Of course, raising I think his we fist. picked up trash or like we cleaned on Saturday. Oh, really? Like, I feel like that. It's a very vague memory, but I feel like there was yeah. It's more community service than just. I think. I mean, I think there was a lot of sitting in a in a classroom, and then we did some like yeah. cleanup or something. Mm-hmm. They punished us by making us clean up. I used to get out of so much trouble in high school because my mom worked. At the high school, uh, so, so I would get sent to the office, didn't get detention or and Saturday that's why school? she would send me a... See, so I don't yeah. know what the determination is of sending someone to Saturday school. It's just like, a, it's a punishment beyond detention. Yeah, is I don't even know if it's a thing nowadays, is it? Because you have kids, I don't know. Yeah, but my son, I can't imagine him getting detention Punish or Saturday like school. Yeah, yeah knock on wood. <laughs> we'll come back and interview he's or a, He's a rule follower, so... Good, yeah. good. <laughs> he is. Unlike his mom. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I think I was just so happy someone liked me. Oh. <laughs> that deserves an awe. <laughs> really well adjusted now. <laughs> okay, moving to the next uh, movie. Okay, yeah, we're not so yawning we anymore, got... folks. <laughs> okay, so where did I get? I only got to rush. Oh, no, we're talking about Breakfast Club. Club. So yep. the next one is, which I could never watch this movie today. It would devastate me as Virgin Suicides. I've never seen this, but I know oh, I've heard of it. Okay. Yeah, it's really yeah. good. It's a good novel. Mm-hmm. And then the book was Sophia Coppola's. I th- right, I think right. it was her first. Mm-hmm. I think it was her first after the whole Godfather. So it was the first one that she directed. She directed, yeah. Got it, yeah. And she, I actually saw it. I went to a screening of it in San Francisco, and mm. we actually saw... Like there was an after party, but it was really pathetic. And her husband, her and her husband, who was Spike Jones at the time, oh, right. they're no longer married now, mm-hmm. but they were at the time. Um, were there together? Oh, nice. Yeah. And, so you, and you liked the movie, of, or was it just like yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. movie's really good. I just couldn't watch it today. Just too like yeah, it is about uh, young girls killing themselves, and right. family then girls like kill themselves. So I yeah, I can't watch things like you that. know maybe I did see it. A long time ago. Do you remember who was the main star? Like, uh, it's what's her name. Um, you definitely know. Was she her... in Spider Man? Yes. Right. Yeah. Yes, I think it's. What's her name? I know. She was also in the Vampire Lassat. Didn't we just talk about this? The young Kirsten girl. Dunst. Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. Yeah. She was probably like the most famous name. Yes. But it's gonna be a cast. Movie. Josh Hartnett, Kathleen Turner. Yeah, it was just filmed really, and also takes place in the seventies, and mm-hmm. it just felt. I mean, they did a really good job with the. I don't know, the look and feel. Like yeah. the station wagon and the suburban yeah. neighborhood, just kind of like the depression or the, yeah. That era. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, next. Being trapped. They're yep. trapped in the house, yeah. Okay, so that was, oh, so we did, fa- we talked about Fast Times, right? Yep. Okay. Um, election. Oh, definitely. That's, yeah. yeah. That's a great, I love that Great movie. dark comedy. Yeah. Really great, yeah. yeah. Matthew Broderick and Reese Witherspoon. Reese, Reese is so right? good as that. She's so, <laughs> so perfect evil. at that. Yeah. And you think that's just her in real life, right? I don't know. Yeah, well, you met her or you saw her. I did not meet yeah. her. 
I'm, I'm indulging. I saw her walking down the street. With Jake Jono. Yes. No, I thought you saw her in a restaurant. We were, yeah, yeah, it was in front of the restaurant. Yeah. We were not dining in the restaurant at the time. Yeah. We were on the wait list, and they were on the wait list yes. as well. They wrote their names down on the wait list. They and didn't, had to wait an hour like everybody else. They didn't pull the star treatment. I'm surprised, but yeah, yeah they didn't. That's cool. I thought it was okay. So we like her more now. Yes. Yeah, I like her. I don't know. She's fine. Yeah. Um, the next one, 16 Candles. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that should have gone up with Clueless and Valley Girl. Yeah. And Rushmore. Fast Times, yeah. yeah. You know, we watched that. I, we had a day camp that the final night of the day camp, we had a sleepover. They <laughs> showed us 16, 16 candles. candles. There's, the whole there's nudity. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't think anything and of it. All, it's yeah. all about them, him trying to get her underwear yeah, or he gets her underwear. That totally went over my head. Over. That's so funny. Yeah. I just thought it was funny. Like, I love Long Duck Dong at the time. But oh, now it's not as PC. But, yeah. but still, I just thought he was a fun character at the time. You know, I still think well, he's I a fun character. I love the grandparents. Oh, the grandparents are great. Yeah. 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 So. That horrifying. Yeah. Staying with all those people in one house. Yeah. That's a very funny. <laughs> I think that's before. Ah, oh, God. See, my screen went blank and my list is on there. Ah, oh, technology. Okay. Good. Okay. We're back. Uh, the next one was fame. Oh, Did yeah. Fame on your list? Oh, yeah. You must have fame That's dark, right? too, with the whole Coco scene. I mean, talk about mm-hmm. um, very rapey. It's also, yeah, rapey. And isn't there... Someone dies, right? Doesn't someone commit suicide? I think is so. Is it a comic? Yes, it, yeah. The comic commits suicide. Yeah. Something happens to him, right? Yeah. He is a horrible experience. comic yeah. or something. I don't remember. Does he commit suicide? We're going to have to go back and watch it. I'm going to have to just read this. Uh, I, know. I don't know. Music's great in it. it. The, the music is so yeah. good. That's a good story. That's a good movie. It is. Did you like the movie or the TV show better? Well, I definitely watched the TV show more. more yeah. And I think I probably watched the TV show before I saw the movie because I think I was too young to yeah, see the movie. 1980. Yeah, you would have been. Yeah. Too young. But I think I saw it after. Yeah. Post TV show. So, yes. And I think I definitely liked the TV show more because I was more into the characters of the TV show, yeah. right? Which is a typical oh, of course. child thing to do. So <laughs> I'm sure the movie is probably better than the TV show was. I don't know. I remember enjoying the TV show. And, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, the next one is Peggy Sue Got Married. That's funny. See, I, was, I love that really? movie. Really? Yeah, I mm-hmm. love that movie. I need to go back I and watch it. I loved it when I was a kid. Yeah. I don't know if I would still love it as much. Nick Cage is such a doofus in that movie. But he's so, I mean, that's why he was still good. Oh, yeah. I feel like that came out shortly after Valley Girl, or maybe a few years after Valley Girl. Mid three years after. Yeah, and so, I yeah. was still, I think he was still, that's when he was in his yeah, because then next year you did like Raising Arizona. And, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I just rewatched Raising Arizona. That's that still that so holds good. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so good in that. There's yeah, one. He's still a good actor. It was before he turned cheeseball, right? Like self-parody at this point. Yeah. yeah. Well, now. Yeah, so now, it's, now it's yeah. ridiculous. But even before he did um, Con Air. Yeah. Or, <laughs> I mean, the, I guess then he was just being a. He needs a paycheck. The leading man. Oh, like right. National Treasure. My mom loves. Yes, movies, National yeah. Treasure. <laughs> And all, well, I was thinking it's kind of akin to The Rock doing oh, totally. sky, Skyscraper. Yeah, like a rampage. Kind of like Skyscraper, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, it, Raising Arizona is the movie, and this is not a high school movie, but that's, I didn't, when I was, saw it as a kid, I didn't really like it because it was too dark. Raising Arizona? Yeah, I was, just, I was more like Ferris Bueller. For, very, that's like the, yeah, I can't imagine but as a, too many but, kids liking it. No, but now yeah. I love it. Yeah. Oh my God, it's so good. Yeah. yeah. So it's interesting that Peggy Sue got married. So what about that? Yeah, I don't know why I liked it so much. I liked um, 
Yeah, I just loved the Nicolas Cage Kathleen character. Turner. Mm-hmm. Kathleen Turner. And just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I like the story of her going back in time, getting hit on the head, yes. and seeing her parents. The 80s were very, um, let's go back to the 50s. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And now it's let's go back to the 80s. Exactly. Or the late 90s was let's go back to the 80s. That's right. That's why we just started. I just watched the, I mean, in a few days we watched, free, I watched Freaking and Geeks with my daughter. Oh, yeah. I watched it with my son. And oh my God, she loved it. Mm-hmm. And I was so surprised that oh, she yeah. really loved it. And yeah. I'm right with you because I I'm, I was a latecomer. You kept raving about it. Yeah. I finally binge watched it. It's amazing. It's really too bad they didn't keep going for at least I know. a few more seasons. Another season, at least one more season. Yeah, yeah. yeah she was very disappointed how it ended. She's yeah. like, I can't believe she went off with the hippies. I know. And she's like, she should have gone to the whatever it was, the academic college weekend. Or and something. they can't go back to it because it would just it, it wouldn't be the same. They had to no, do it but then. they just did a documentary on the making of it and it's oh. pretty much the entire cast is interviewed mm-hmm. and a lot of the um, casting people and directors i don't i don't think judd apatow is interviewed but i think paul feig is okay. maybe they just talk about him i can't remember but mm-hmm. yeah it's pretty much everyone in that then that show went they on all bigger yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah i mean i think everyone everybody think, yeah yeah it's crazy and um, then what else do you have oh what was i on peggy sue got married yep. donnie darko yeah, that one I could, I I couldn't. Yeah, it's you too crazy. Mind? It's too not, crazy? it's just too much. Like I need to watch like a million times to really get it. Yeah, yeah. I gotcha. And it's I mean, not that I didn't like it. Get it's just kind of. Well, there's all these theories about right, what's going on. Right, if he's on hallucinating, exactly, or if he's dead, or yeah. something like that. Yeah. I don't know movies. So, like, have you ever seen American Psycho? not no so that I one i can watch over and over again because it's it's same theory like right. is this real or not so, oh i see yeah, yeah, yeah. but that takes place in the 80s too oh and right his, and the use is of, it back in time in the 80s no okay it's, it's, Donnie Darko set, it's does, set yeah. in the mid 80s and um it was filmed in the mid 80s you mean no 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 it oh, was filmed okay. in the 90s. 90s yeah like we're saying the yes 90s, you go back to the 80s and uh <laughs> god i can't remember his name now but he played batman the, he's famous. The, oh, Christian, Christian Bale. Bale. Yeah. Christian Bale. Yeah. He's so good because he's he's psycho, but he, he loves all this eighties pop music. Like oh, he okay, basically okay. kills a guy while listening to Huey Lewis. Oh, and so well, you hear like this yeah. upbeat yeah, Huey yeah, Lewis yeah. while he's killing him and yeah. And he's very into like his music and like, yeah. his new yeah. Well it kinda of reminds me of Fight Club. That's yeah. what it reminds me a lot of Fight yeah. Club. Even though I haven't seen it. But that's You've never seen Fight Club. No, I've seen Fight Club. I haven't seen American Psycho. The clips I've seen, clips of American Psycho, which completely reminded me of, like, almost like Fight Club was ripping it off completely. Yeah. Like, the clips where he's talking about, like, body care or sculpting. Yeah, he like is. how like, he has to sculpt himself, exactly. and then Fight Club has something similar to It's him. not for everyone, it's, it's originally a book by yes. Brett Easton Ellis, yeah, yeah. who, of course, wrote Lesson Zero. I loved Zero. that Lesson Zero when I was in high school. Yeah. yeah. Just a really great story. Oh man, and the, and the book is way more intense the than the movie. The book is really horrible. Yeah. yeah, I read it when I was like thirteen or fourteen. Oh yeah, very young. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, speaking of high school movies, yeah, yeah, you could. Well, actually, they're out of high school, is right? Less than zero. That might be a college movie. Though. That is a college. We could talk about that. Okay, well, so no, what are your other high school movies? I only have um, one more: Ghost World. Oh yeah, that's a great one. Yeah. Young. Um, uh, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, Scarlett Johansson and the other one, name? Thora Birch. Birch, right? yes. Thora Birch. I don't know. Is that before or after been... American Beauty? Right? After. Yeah. I think it's after. I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, but it's the first, I think it's the first thing I saw Scarlett Johansson in. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, well, yeah. great job. I'm glad you, you're yeah, fully awake now. 12. I know. <laughs> you're fully Didn't awake. Did we really talk about them? No. And we maybe we'll do college. We don't know. I don't have anything. 
pay for college. Okay, never okay. mind. Bye, guys. <laughs> All right. Thanks to everyone who guested on the podcast. I told you in the beginning, I had a bunch of extras. And so in no particular order, actually, there's a particular order. It's alphabetical because that makes it easier. Anyway, let me quickly go through these. Uh, all the right moves from, I believe it was 1983 with Tom Cruise. He plays a high school football player and uh, Craig T. Nelson plays his high school coach. It's a good movie. It, uh, Leah Thompson plays Tom Cruise's girlfriend. It's got, you know, it's more drama than comedy, but if you like high school football, this is a good movie. Uh, American Pie, you know, they're, the first one at least takes place in high school, and you know it really harkens back to '80s movies. So I, I always liked American Pie. Bad Teacher, this is one of the newer movies. I think Cameron Diaz is perfect as as the quote unquote bad teacher. And there's so many great '80s metal songs because she kind of plays this burnout '80s stoner in a, in a way. <laughs> Though you have to see the movie; it was really good. I mean, she's she's smoking up in her car listening to rainbow in the dark by ronnie james dio how, how can you not love that actually and then uh the ripper from judas priest is playing as you know anyway you got to see the movie it's a good movie bill and ted's excellent adventure this is a super fun movie and of course starring keanu reeves and the other guy who i can't remember his name but supposedly there is a third potential bill and ted's uh movie coming out we'll see if it actually happens can't Hardly Wait almost made my list. This is uh, a movie that, that came out in the mid-90s. I think it was 1997 or 1998. That really feels like an 80s movie. And it's just one long party. Um, very similar to Dazed and Confused, which is also on my list. Uh, Dazed and Confused, of course, taking place in the 70s. There's no plot for Dazed and Confused. It's simply just one long you know, interlude between uh, summer and going back to school. But it, that's a fun movie. Class in 1984, my only horror movie, and uh, yeah, there's some fucked up scenes in this movie, but I loved it as a kid. It's also one of Michael J. Fox's first movies, and yeah, I'll give it away. He gets killed in the movie, so you might as well go see it, yeah? All right, there you go. Uh, Clueless, many people, so I think Brian and Samantha kind of, they mentioned Clueless after the fact. I It could have very easily made my list. Clueless is, is really kind of a generational type movie. Uh, when you think of 90s high school movies, I think Clueless has got to be on the list, and it narrowly didn't make my list. The original Freaky Friday from 1976, I believe, with Jodie Foster. Really enjoyed this movie as a kid. Uh, never bothered to see the Lindsay Lohan version. This, of course, is a generational thing. I grew up with the, the original version of Freaky Friday. Uh, many of my guests grew up with the Lindsay Lohan version. So, you know, teach their own. One that I talked about a lot, um, and again, this is, I think, like Mean Girls, and Mean Girls is on my short list, uh, Easy A. Easy A is really well done. Emma Stone is really good in this in this role, and um, yeah, check out Easy A if you want to see a really well done uh, high school movie. Hiding Out from 1987, John Cryer is in this, and this is kind of, <laughs> there's some creepy moments in there, and you'd have to see it to understand, but basically John Cryer's on the run, I believe, from uh, the mob, or he's, he's, he needs to testify, so they, for whatever reason, dress him up like a high school student, and he goes to class to kind of hide out. Yeah, I don't know how that's really hiding out. I mean, hiding out would be, you know, really not going out in public, but it's an 80s movie, so who cares? And then he falls for a teenage girl, so yeah, go back and watch that one. Hoosiers. Now, Hoosiers was a tough one because, yes, it takes place in high school, but as I was talking about with my other brother, Brian, the movie, the high school is kind of an afterthought. I mean, yeah, they're playing high school basketball, but, you know, most of the movie's built around Gene Hackman's character, 
and frankly, the Dennis Hopper character. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it deserves to be on a list. I don't know if it deserved to be in my top 10 list. Mentioned Mean Girls, so let's go to My Bodyguard. My Bodyguard is kind of that weird tweener where it, it has the darkness of the late 70s going into the kind of the feel-good part of the, of the 1980s. Uh, much like Breaking Away, I like those coming-of-age stories. And Chris Makepeace, who was also in 1979's Meatballs, is in this along with Adam Baldwin. Uh, good movie, good movie. If you missed this... Uh, when you're growing up or you missed it when you used to have HBO back in the day, My Bodyguard is really worth it. Matt Dillon is great as the bully. A lesser known and not the greatest movie ever, but it was always entertaining for me for some reason. It's My Science Project. Dennis Hopper's in this film too. He kind of had a resurgence back in the 80s. Yeah, it's very, you could tell they wanted to capitalize on the Back to the Future craze, the sci-fi, fun, teenage Back to the Future craze. But um, actually, that reminds me, I didn't put Back to the Future on the list. That The original could have technically been in the film, in, in my top 10. One of the underdog movies that I saw in the theater, and it was just built on around independent buzz, was Napoleon Dynamite. Um, the guy who played Napoleon Dynamite, whose name is escaping me right now, he kind of <laughs> he's kind of typecasted as Napoleon Dynamite. But yeah, this this was a really fun movie. A really good one that I discovered not too long ago. It's called Plain Clothes, and I believe it came out in 1987. About a this one is similar to Hiding Out. Um, where this guy goes undercover who it's it's absolutely ridiculous because he does not look like a high school student but again it's the 80s so you could look 42 and but you know come off as a 15 year old okay porkies how can you that was a rite of passage if you're a male because that's you know oh my god your your older brother your parents at porkies we're gonna watch that when they leave so yeah but actually looking back it's not just a you know a nudie flick or you know a, a, you know lots of nudity in it but um, it's actually a good story, and it's a, it's a fun story. It takes place in, I believe, the late 50s, early 60s, and um, yeah, there's a lot of fun season, scenes in it, and definitely check out the original Porky's. The sequels were uh, pretty inferior. Pump up the volume where you have Christian Slater, who I mentioned earlier with Heathers, um, becoming kind of like a pseudo pirate radio Howard Stern knockoff. But uh, yeah, it's entertaining to watch. I, I can pretty much watch anything from the 80s and be entertained. I know. River's Edge. This is a dark movie based on a true story. Keanu Reeves is in it. Ioni Sky's in it. Um, Dennis Hopper's in it. Dennis Hopper's on a lot of these teen movies from the 80s. Um, Keanu Reeves, uh, they, the group of friends find a dead body and they basically don't even report it until, you know, a long time after. And it's based on a true story where these teenagers were basically apathetic to basically finding their friend and not saying anything about it. Very interesting. I've mentioned in past episodes, I think it was my favorite romantic movie, Secret Admirer with C. Thomas Howe, uh, and Laurie Laughlin, who I had a major crush on growing up. Definitely a good movie. 16 Candles, and you're probably asking, how can 16 Candles not be on your list? I don't know. It was only a top 10 list, and I already had a, a few Molly Ringwald movies, so it got bumped off, but you know, if I did a top 15, 16 Candles would have been on there. The Substitute from 1996. Um, yeah, this was a interesting... Uh, yeah, Tom Berenger plays a substitute teacher. He was an ex, like, I believe a Green Beret or Navy SEAL, and he's going undercover to basically find out why there's there's gangs and, and drugs going on at this high school, so he's going undercover to kick some ass. I always like movies like that. Superbad. I think Brian talked about this one, so I'll let... You know, we talked about everything, but it's terrific. It's a great high school movie. Maybe the last great comedy to come out in the last 10 years. 
Teen Wolf from 1985. I have a secret spot for this. Michael J. Fox hates the movie. I love the original Teen Wolf. I think it's really well done. It's very enjoyable. There's some great scenes in it. I love his friend Styles. You know, you want to check out some really hilarious um, t-shirts that he wears throughout the film. Check out the original Teen Wolf. Three O'Clock High. This is a really fun movie and very underrated. It came out in 1985. Most of the stars you wouldn't know, and so I think this is why it's kind of under the radar. It, it was kind of um, remade with Ice Cube, and it was called Fist Fight, which was absolutely pathetic. It was like they didn't even have a writer and everything was ad-libbing. Um, if you want to see the best, watch the original Three O'Clock High. 21 Jump Street, I mentioned this before, really well done, they go undercover, this is meant to be ridiculous, because they don't really, I mean, yeah, they look like high school students, kind of, Jonah Hill kind of does, but they actually play off of that, so it's a good movie. Two more, Wildcats from 1985 with with, uh, Goldie Hawn, I pretty much love anything with Goldie Hawn in it, and she becomes a high school football coach in an inner city high school. Fun movie. And lastly, because it starts with the letter Z, it's zapped with Scott Bayo from, I believe, 1982. Yeah, who else wouldn't want a kid with telekinesis that can, you know, make, uh, yeah. Anyway, you have to see the movie. <laughs> you can take a wild guess what it's going to be like. Teenage movie, teenage boy with telekinesis powers. Yeah. Anyway, that was my remaining movies. I think there was almost 29 extras, so have fun with that. You know, go, go on your Netflix stream, whatever, however you stream, and enjoy all these high school movies. We'll be back next week with college movies. If you enjoy this podcast and are an iTunes user, please do the show a favor and head on over to the official iTunes page for damn good movie memories. Be sure to leave a rating and a review. This will allow the show to appear higher in the algorithm and spread the joy of this podcast to the masses. If you are not an iTunes user, you can still listen and subscribe on Podbean at damngoodmoviememories.podbean.com. Be sure to like us on Facebook under our Damn Good Movie Memories page. You can also listen to a limited number of episodes on YouTube. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and be sure to tune in next week for an all new episode of Damn Good Movie Memories. I am Dr. Fuck. And I'm the actual alcoholic. And we are part of the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. We are the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. That's right. The way you can check us out is we are on iTunes and also Podbean. And we forgot a review recently. I got this review right here. It says right here, it says, Rock and Metal Combat Podcast is the greatest podcast in the world. And it's my number one podcast signed by Science. Now, and then Science also says... Science! Science also said... My second favorite podcast is It Doesn't Matter, The Rest Suck. Rock and Metal Combat Podcast on iTunes and Poppy. Check it out. Science! Are you ready for the hottest new podcast out there? Check out the Vieira Vault featuring none other than Dr. Fuck Ralph Vieira. You will hear personal stories and personal songs from the vault. There ain't nothing else like it. The one, the only, the original Vieira Vault on Podbean, Stitcher.com, and iTunes. Spreaker. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs>